Java, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Right, sons, and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast about Star Wars and more, where we discuss and celebrate the movies, shows, books, comics, games, and everything else from the galaxy far, far away, and will occasionally journey to other galaxies. Every generation has a legend, every legend has a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, Disgraced Jedi and Force Mystic Brian Sillam, and joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turned droids rights activist, Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And the smuggler with a not-so-secret heart of gold, Captain Matt Romano. Greetings. We are recording on December 6th, 2021, and this is a very special bonus episode. What is this episode going to be about? Well, I have no idea. (laughs) For the first time doing this show, as well as the old show, I have not a single note written down. Are you you feeling a little little anxious about that, Brian? Yeah. Tell tell us your thoughts and feelings, my friend. I'm feeling feeling free. (gasps) I'm feeling that. We relinquish control and it gives us control. We are free. You look a lot more loose. You look very relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um... That's so not the case, but but for the first time, not a single note I've taken. I have no idea what to expect. I don't know what we're about to do because we're about to take a, a, a segment of our show. Listeners, if this is the first time you're listening to the show, wow, did you pick an Ooh, interesting one? Sorry. Sorry. Why not? Bad one to it's start not, with. I, it's why I even say it's not usually like this because it changes all the time, but we are taking a very popular segment of this show and making it the entire show, which means there's one segment of the show that I never know what's going to happen. Caitlin generally doesn't know what's yep. going to happen. Nope. Anything goes. Anything. And a little in this particular place. Yeah. And so some of you are really going to love this. A couple of you I know for a fact are probably just going to turn this <laughs> off right now. <laughs> But come on, it won't be welcome to for the entire episode. Everybody, it's Captain's Corner. I haven't had my muffin yet, Matt. Whoa! Wow! Wow. Oh, my God. I think that was the longest hey we have gotten in a very long time. Oh, it is. And and you should. It should be the longest because this is Captain's Corner, the episode. Wow. Wow. Looky, looky here, guys. In the corner for a whole episode. Wow. Uh, it is it is beautiful i have to say this is this is uh the control has been relinquished a little bit and we're gonna see what flipping happens would you would you say it's a beautiful day in the corner i would say it is a glorious (laughs) day in the corner matt wow let me tell you if you look out the window to your left you will see space we are in the middle of nowhere i i didn't i didn't write anything down where we are we're just floating along space (laughs) stars space stars you know one place to another point a to point b yeah Brian, how are you doing today? Yeah, it's good, man. It's um, it's nice to reflect on 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 how far things have come. 
Yeah. Um, how far, how general, hey, everybody's have turned into just outright vocal shredding, screeching. <laughs> and, um, and just looking at the vastness of space is, um, you know, just makes you reflect on, on, on how things change and such is the nature of, the, of everything. Yeah. Well, we know what they say in space. No one can hear you scream. It you know, sounds like I a threat. I on a fortune cookie. <laughs> 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 a fortune cookie. Well, anyway, 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 what are we doing today, guys? What are we doing Look today? to the cookie, Matt. I <laughs> have no idea cookie. what we're doing. You, you tell me. You no, tell please us. tell us. What are we doing Let me today? Tell you. Let me tell you. So as Brian said, you know, this is the, uh, the captain's corner of the episode. So this is the first time we ever did the whole show in the corner. So what you're going to get, you're going to get a little news. You're going to get a little uh, points of interest. You're going to get some real talk. You're going to get all the stuff, a main discussion. But it's all happening here in the corner. Which means that it is deeply unhinged. Deeply unhinged, unresearched, <laughs> definitely not fact-checked. So uh, we're going to have to, everybody, everything you listen to with a grain of salt. But uh, actually, you know what? Uh, no, uh, I'm going to just do it right now. Let's sound the spoiler klaxon. I should probably go through all the things. Good. All right, there Good you idea. go. This is the spoiler klaxon. Oh, I'm not going to try. Uh, no, but do, uh, you want, do you want me to do can it? Can you do the spoiler klaxon for yeah. me? Can you activate it? Well, well, it's not me that does it, is it? Oh, yeah, Werner. Hey, come on, come on up. No, you're, you're fine. Come yeah. on up. Okay, you want me? I didn't think you wanted me in the episode. Okay, well, I'm happy to oblige. I will be happy to agree that this, I don't know what the spoiler's going to be. I have no idea. So in case you don't want to be spoiled for any potential for thing that's ever anything. happened in the world, this is including the events at Pompeii, the fall of the Roman Empire, yep, that's it. or oh, Mass that. Effect 2. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I will sound the spoiler klaxon, and then that's right to get on my magical train. Woo-woo, okay, I'm scared. I'm going away now. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's it. All right, great. Spoiler klaxon. But no, what 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 will we potentially be spoiling? I mean, obviously Star Wars. Anything Star, Star Wars. Wars to this point. Um, anything MCU to this the, point. The entirety of the Star Wars saga. Yeah, the entirety yeah. of the Star Wars saga, including everything. That one guy. <laughs> Still your favorite show? Spoil Rebels. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, and I would say we uh, we also could potentially spoil any entertainment from the year 2021. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll generally try to warn yeah. you. But, you know, but that's that's the episode you're going to get. Uh, but where do we usually start off uh, Captain's Corner within a Captain's Corner episode of Return of the Pod? Finger on the pulse. It's the news on the march. News on the march. <laughs> So, Hell yeah. News on the march, guys. All right. A lot of news this week uh, coming from the news desk here at Captain's Corner. Uh, first off, we have some uh, big news uh, in the world of Ahsoka. Yeah. Guys, guys hear about this? We got some. I've, I think we've been very excited about this. And we will say. Yeah. As as I will, I will point out before Brian points out, this is not on <laughs> StarWars.com. It's not. So it's not I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. Okay. And so it is in the trades. Which ninety nine point nine percent of the time, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time means that yep. it's true. Yeah. But you know, it, it's still no one Star Wars official that I know of has uh, confirmed this. But that that's my my grain of salt before we let Matt take over it's, what we're actually yeah. going to talk about. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> so I, there I, you it's, go. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So here you go. That's that's the warning. This isn't official news, but from word on the street is Natasha Lou Bordizzo has been cast. As Sabine Wren in Ahsoka. Yeah. Wow. Big news. But Very fun. Very not good. official, like we said, but we're, we're, we're cool with this casting. You guys like this casting? Absolutely. I, I can't imagine Sabine 
be since she is voiced by a non-white actress, there was no way she could not be a a non-white person in the world of Star Wars. And so yeah. it is fantastic to see this woman take on this role. And I'm very excited to see Sabine in live action. Amazing. Brian? Yeah, I, I have no doubt that she had this this actor has been cast and will be in the show. It's the part that everyone's just assuming is that she's playing Sabine Wren. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the truth, although again, probably is. I don't think that's a shock. If they're gonna do the um the search for Ezra and bringing in Thrawn, it only makes sense yeah. to bring in Sabine. And I think everybody hoped that Sabine would be in the show. Obviously it's it's sad, um that that Tia Sirkar, who we love so very much, yes. is um is is not continuing. But in this particular that circumstance, we know of. that we know of, maybe mm-hmm. they'll find another way. I'm still hoping they'll find a way to give her and Ashley some some kind yeah, of yeah. That's you're, you're always holding out hope for that. Some involvement, you yeah. know they they do that. But, Rebellions um, are built on hope. Yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. Yep. But Sabine, canonically, the last time we see her is before Mando season two is Rebels, right? When it's Sabine and Ahsoka going going off to find the Rebels finale, the Rebels finale into the into the ether, into the distance, right? Which from the search for Ezra, which as Dave Filoni pointed out, may or may not happen before the events of the Mandalorian. So he threw that chronologically up in the air. So we don't know. Yeah. But I think a lot of fans expected Sabine to be in the show, but a lot of people now want, oh, we got to have Zeb and everything else. It's like, I don't think we'll have all of that. <laughs> no. yeah, I think no, this I think is so. what we yeah, will get. Yeah. All right. Well, well, that's that was a big piece of news. Other news that uh, happened over the weekend, that we'll just touch upon this for a second, but do you guys hear about this uh, Galactic Cruiser video, preview I, video that went I up and then about, came down? I heard about the outrage surrounding yeah. said video, but I did not see said video. Outrage about Star Wars? <laughs> On the internet? No. <laughs> This was one of those like Saturday morning outrage things mm. on Twitter. Ah, yes. Saturday morning outrage. You know, I love to start my I love to start my Saturday mornings with cartoons, coffee, and Twitter outrage. And well, outrage. and especially like night before Twitter outrage, which is like everything Oof. that trended in the middle of the night when when everybody was asleep, and you kind of wake up in the morning and see the the drudge. I, I don't even wait to look at the outrage. I just wake up a Saturday morning and I just start screaming. <laughs> Not about well, anything. I just start screaming. Yeah, I start ripping yeah. my fingernails out and I start painting the walls with my own blood. I thought I heard. I thought I heard something, you know, in yeah. in the neighborhood not very yeah. long ago. So that makes sense. Yeah. So supposedly they put up this video. <laughs> well, you watched it. Video. They did put up the video. <laughs> yeah, they did. Watch. I watched it. They it's put up a video. Supposedly. Yeah. And this is like an official like Star Wars Galactic Cruiser account. Like this was yeah. real. This was a real video. It was hosted by the, the the guy that's in that show, the Goldbergs on ABC. It was like the whole video was he was being whisked away to the star cruiser to like check it out. Oh my. And I don't know, he's asking all these questions about it. They're showing him around and, and uh, you know, I, I don't want to, we're going to wait to see what happens with this hotel. I'm, I'm very excited to see what this thing well, is. But you, you, before starting recording, um, you, you mentioned <laughs> this and you used the word cringe. Cringe. Yeah. That's what I would say. It was very cringy. I, I heard yeah. that there was a, surprisingly low production quality for how much, as we have spoken before on this show, uh, yeah. it costs to yes. stay at this place. It, it looked like uh, like a Canadian space show. You know what I'm talking about? I know the exact <laughs> which, vibe you're talking which about. Which we love. <laughs> which yeah. we love. We love <laughs> those shows. But Star Wars, I wouldn't say, isn't necessarily a Canadian space show, you know? 
There's Not some yet. moolah right, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But chunk, it, of, it, chunk of chunk of chain. It just mm. it just kind of lacked that Star Wars polish. There, they showcase a scene in which they're in this bar, which is very generic, future looking, and and there's a singer, and she sings this song that doesn't sound like sounds like honestly the the holiday special. The, 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 like, oh it, no! It's like a song that doesn't really feel like it's in Star Wars, and it, it actually it reminded me a lot of that scene in um the Fifth Element. You know, the opera scene. Yes. You know? It's awesome, that scene. Yes, but imagine that, but really bad. <laughs> but not delightful. But not delightful, yeah. And so, so. so even when we do shell out $10,000 to go on this thing in 25 years, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. going to be that? Yeah, maybe. I don't know, maybe so they'll maybe book a better just, act by then. Maybe we not. just don't do I it. I think the yeah. point here, Matt, if I remember correctly, they took it down. They, they took, took it the down. Video down. Yeah, so that's the big thing. So I guess like there was some immediate backlash and they were just like, this is gone. They deleted it out. We can't do this. All their socials. Some Saturday morning outrage. About it was that. some Saturday morning outrage. Let me tell you. Hashtag Saturday morning outrage. You the know. less popular movie. Yeah. So so anyway, that happened. So if you want to see that video, I think it is still kicking around the internet somewhere. You can definitely check it on YouTube. There's, uh, there's all kinds of YouTube bootlegs yeah. right after the holiday <laughs> special. You can't, you can't yeah. post something without people immediately yeah. just nabbing yeah. oh, it. You yeah. can delete it. You it will still exist it. forever. Yeah. People are boot are selling it off for Tens of thousands of dollars, right? And they come with three Spider-Man tickets. <laughs> I was going to say yeah, just exactly. like my year twenty five thousand yeah. dollars Spider-Man ticket. So it's like here's your t- here's your ticket, here's your breakfast, and here's yeah. your one viewing of the video and some <laughs> NFTs, whatever those are. Exactly. Oh God. Okay. Well, anyway, in the end, the last piece of news today, and this just broke today, so we actually have some breaking news here. Uh, <gasps> but it looks like Patty Jenkins. Uh, is reportedly leaving uh, the Cleopatra movie that she was set to direct so she can focus more on Star Wars, Rogue Squadron, and Wonder Woman 3. So Uh, Rogue Squadron, we thought was dead, but look, looks like it's back. I don't know what's going on here. It's alive. It's alive. Everybody wants it. Yeah, I don't know. They said postponed, and I'm glad that her continuing, they mentioned in this, and this was like Deadline or something, right? Yeah, no, this is official. Yeah, Yeah. so this this seems legit. Well, it looks like in that backlash, they were like, okay, Patty, you want to drop Cleopatra so you can focus on Star Wars? And she was like, okay. And you're like, cool. Yeah. 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 Caitlin, I, I mean, we were also talking before the show, and you think it's too soon for another Cleopatra movie. Uh, <laughs> Has there been one? I have it written down. You said, how uh, many of do, these do damn things know? do we need? This is, this is, this is interesting. That quote. sounds like me. Uh, yeah. I've always been incredibly... Uh, invested in the Cleopatra cinematic universe. So, you know, I was, I was excited about this. I love, I love a, you know, historical fiction kind of moment. Uh, It would have been, yeah. I like that you said fiction. Yeah. It would have been. Yeah. You know, historical fiction kind of moment. I think that's very fun. Uh, You know what? It would have been Gal Gadot as Cleopatra in a movie, a lot like our beloved Troy is what it would have. That's what I was hoping for. Is Brian Cox in it? I mean, uh, I mean, we're going to go full beast on Cleopatra. <laughs> go off. I would watch the hell out of that. Okay? That would actually be really. Yeah. Brian Cox as yeah. Cleopatra. Oh, as Cleopatra. Yeah. Brian so, Cox yeah. is Cleopatra. Pepper uh, steak is your entree. Well, we you heard it here first, everybody, in the finger on the pulse edition of News on the March. Wow, you like how I just segue right, lickety split. That was just that was that, you know? that was just seamless, seamless, seamless transition. Seamless, you didn't even see it coming. It, it's it's like 
watching Shakespeare the way it should be done. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, anyway, so anyway, this is where we'd usually do the main discussion, and I'm just realizing now, where's the zoo? We didn't invite a zoo into the episode yet? Yet? Oh, I'm so happy you asked. Yeah, there he is. Yes. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm right here. Uh, no one seemed to care, but no. you know, I'm still here. What, okay, good. Just so what do you want's going on? Yeah, nothing. I just wanted to just say hello. I miss you. You know, oh, I just want you to hover around. Well, I, like, yeah. I like, you know, knowing you're around. Okay, a nice uh, thank you for saying hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, you know. Uh, how's your How's your day going, As? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's okay. It's good. You know, I'm just uh, yeah. I'm working some things out. I'm doing oh, some stuff. Nice. I was I was polishing the forks before for me, not for you. And, you do uh, like forks. I ordered some posters off of eBay, so I was, you know, enrolling them. And and generally just, you know, like sometimes I turn off my grab and just roll around, you know. You've been busy. I do like it when you roll around on the floor. Yeah, I I don't like people watching me do it, but... um, but, you know, every time, every now and then, people sneak a pee. Okay. You know, All right. Don't. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate <laughs> I'm it. Thank the you. Okay. No, no, no. I just want you to stay over there. I just want to make sure you're here. All right. All right just in case we talk to you. you okay. Me <laughs> so, anyway, so what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about three things today, guys. We're going to have a <gasps> main discussion in three parts. Okay. Wow. Ready? Yes. Part one, we're going to talk about a little thing called the Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. <gasps> have you guys heard of this? It sounds familiar. I've never heard of it. We are a Star Wars podcast, and I think it would be in our best interest if we previewed Boba Fett a little bit. Because we're going to do that. <laughs> right now, we're a Cleopatra podcast. We're everything right now. Part two, we're going to dive into the MCU. Uh, we, we spoke a lot about, uh, you know, doing a recap episode on the MCU. We're obviously going to try to truncate a lot of MCU into a little amount of time. It's almost We're like there was talk. a lot of it. That happened. There's a lot of it. Yeah. We haven't talked to MCU since Falcon and the Winter since Soldier. Since Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it's been like a hundred MCU things. Yep. Yeah. There's been, there's been roughly 100 MCU projects. And that's yeah. not an yeah. exaggeration. That's just yeah. facts. Yeah. No, yeah, that's, exactly. that's exactly what it is. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good. So we're going to talk about that. And then in part three, we're going to do a little end of year review. You know, everybody gets a little oh. uh, self-assessment, you know, and a uh, little, little, Love a little nostalgia moment. Yeah. yeah. Just looking back at the year that was, you know, and that's what we're going to do. So those are the three parts. I guess the we year would that say, was. Uh, yeah, there you go. Sorry. No, that was good. That was good. Where corner. were you? Anything goes, right? Yeah. Anything goes. Um, <laughs> Fart. <laughs> on that right. note. Okay. No, she's uh, punch it. All right. Punch it. Everybody thank me at once. All right. Here we are. The main discussion. Part are one. You, don't, don't, are, you try, are you trying to do <laughs> No, me? I love yeah, it. Keep yeah. that energy. Are you doing Keep me that energy. as him? Yes. As I'm the doing narrator? You as him. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Part one. Boba Fett preview. Coming soon to Disney Plus. Book of Boba Fett. Anyway, uh, so the last time we saw uh, our good friend Boba Fett, uh, it was The Mandalorian season two. Uh, where we learn that Boba Fett indeed survived his trip down the Sarlacc pit and was the mysterious figure we saw in season one of Mando who saved Fennec Shand at the end of the Toro Calican episode. Toro Calican! Calican! You be a legend, I'm Toro Calican! There we go. Yeah, yeah there, there we go. go. Right on sucks. cue. There you go. Uh, he sucks. Um, <laughs> also, Caitlin, you know the thing two, about Toro Calican? He sucks! He sucks! He sucks. I wish they could bring him back just to kill him again. Yeah. He's the worst. The worst. The clone of Toro Calican. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, that'd be nice. I would like uh, to clone yeah, so, uh, you just so I can kill you again. So then in season two, uh, Mando retrieves Boba's armor uh, from Cobb Vanth in the, in the season two premiere. Uh, and by season's end, uh, Boba and Fennec are all buddy-buddy. A lot happens. Not going to explain the whole thing. You you all know it. Uh, but at the very end of Mando season two, in a post-credits teaser, we see Boba and Fennec enter a very familiar Star Wars location, Jabba's Palace. Uh, Boba murders in cold blood our dear beloved friend, Bib Fortuna. Ewanawonga. Oh, no. <laughs> there we go. And then we see uh, Boba take Jabba's throne um, and Fennec by his side swigging uh, Spachka. Yeah, um, such a, still such a uh, such a killer just, moment. Just such a class Amazing. act. Yeah. yeah. Also, just turn turn everything on its head. You think it's like the end of Mando season two, you know, you're going whis- to be whisked away in Mando season three. You know, yeah, as if the riches weren't enough. Yeah. You know, <laughs> okay, here episode. you go. They were we like, we Luke heard Skywalker. that you nerds like Boba Fett. Yeah. R2. So. Yeah. And we just gotten like a, like 11 new shows announced, maybe five of which we'll actually get. And then <laughs> we've just like, seen and he, Luke Skywalker yeah. and R2D2. Yeah. And also it's like, here's another one. Yeah. Cut to a year later. We're actually getting it. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe that like time went by that quickly. It's crazy. Oh, anyway. So fast forward to now, uh, Boba Fett, it has his own show, uh, which we recently got our best look at. Thanks to the kick-ass trailer that dropped a few weeks back. Uh, we already went deep on that, but there wasn't much to go deep on. Uh, we know he's still at Jabba's Palace on Tatooine with Fennec. We know there's a bunch of familiar CD characters from the Star Wars underworld creeping around. And we know Boba plans to rule with respect. With respect. Res- respect. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all we really want to know, right? We talked about this last week. We don't want to know anything else. No. Just whisk nope. us right into the uh, the premiere here. Yes, exactly. And, <laughs> show, and give, let us, show let me us, the show. Yeah, let us watch the thing and we will analyze the ever-loving hell out of it. Yep. The cart yeah. and criff out of it, you might say. Yeah. yeah. And now that also being said, I'm going to make you guys speculate on it. Okay. <laughs> so so uh, we're going to do, we, we talked a lot about this, uh, but we're, we're finally a few weeks away. You're from not, not going to bring out your, your, your little wheel? Oh, no, I'm not going to do the wheel. Not gonna, we're not going to have no the wheel? wheel today. No wheel. So we're not even going to, we're not, Kylo Ren's We're not, we're not, we're not doing props. This, we're, this is true chaos. If any of the three of us was going to go prop comic, Caitlin, it would be Matt. Okay, this yeah, but but that's not now. Now I'm going to ask you guys. All right, good. What do you want to see in this show? What, what, what are we going to see in Boba Fett? Like, out of everything in Star Wars, what most excites you? What do you want to see? I'll start with you, Caitlin Bush. I <laughs> want to see. That was my Brian. You guys suck. You really, really. Oh, there's going to be a lot of it. Yeah. I want to see an entire episode of the book of Boba Fett devoted to Fennec. Mm -hmm. And we get more of a Fennec backstory for like an entire, like a bottle episode Ah. that is just Fennec's past that you think is a bottle episode. And then it leads directly into like the next like B plot of the series that we see. Somehow she is involved with with the the latest smuggler that has come in and she has a history with them and we get like a Ooh. whole scene of the two of them sitting down at a, at a bar or something and swilling some spotchka and like kicking back and looking at the glory days and Phoenix like who you know back in the day I tussled with with so and so alien and and Boba who's feeling a little bit uh, nostalgic is like tell me your story Phoenix oh. and then there's an entire episode about that oh. I, See, I like that. And that actually falls in line with like what I've been hoping for, too, is that like Book of Boba Fett means that there's a lot of like uh, flashbacks. 
Yeah, like, it's, it's you're a telling little bit a story. Like, it's, it's a little bit of an anthology almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's almost like like I don't want to say it's a bad comparison, but Lost. Like you're going to get flashbacks to re to reinforce yeah. the story happening in the main timeline. You know, exactly. lessons Boba learned in the past that makes him a better person now. I don't Into know. it. That's what I'm. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. Brian Silman, you answer the question. I love that because <laughs> that's um not only would that show be able to bring in potentially Daniel Logan. But um, yeah, in in some way yeah. as another clone or as Boba, like in his youth or something, it could tie things together from Bad Batch in a way that if you didn't watch Bad Batch, you'd still get it. Like if there's any Omega reference or anything like yeah. that, I think mm-hmm. that would be a really nice yeah. payoff. Like for us, I, I for the audience at large, I don't, I don't think they care. Yeah. Um, but if she comes in, and is like, he, I'm, I'm Omega. I'm big. Um, like that would be cool. But <laughs> she just walks in the door. Yeah. I, I don't know if this, this is me like asking for a lot, but if you said like what I would love to see, it's like the dream of dreams. Yeah. Of course. You know, yeah. Broadway. Um, <laughs> what I would kind of would, would love to see. And I don't, I don't think this would happen, but eh, dream big, you know, yeah. is if, like say like the fourth episode, they're like, someone's he's back again. He's outside. He's not going away. It's like, Oh man. It's like, all right, bring him in. And we just see them bring in this down and out like drifter. And he's like in rags and he just goes down and he just lifts up and it's a down and out past his prime out of the loop. Cad Bane. Action. That'd be really having cool. Lost the still alive, but having lost the title. Yep. And somehow by the end of the episode with maneuvering or something, he somehow not takes the title back, but he does get a his hat back or something. And he's kind of <laughs> he was kind of faking it. He hasn't really lost it. And he's like Ooh. twirls a gun. It's like, now I'm back in this dance or something ah, like that. I don't perfect. Know. Live action Cad Bane. Yeah. Ooh. That's my and that could still be voiced by Corey Burton. So okay. of dream of dreams. <laughs> well, those are, those are tough to top. Uh, I'm going to say my hope is I want to see some of the, like the, the cantina band or Jabba's palace band, you know, yeah, I want to like get a like a party scene. Yeah. I need a party scene. Yeah. I want more music in star Wars. And, and remember like uh, in the, the updated edition of return of the Jedi, when Boba like, you know, is, Talking sweet to those ladies, oh, and he like, re- like, 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 yeah. flicks her chin, a creepy thing. That yeah, they put yeah, in. I'd like to yeah. see her. I want to see yeah. her come back. Yeah. What's her story? Yeah, what's yeah. her story? Oh, it's <laughs> she, she, she has one. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me, but you yeah. can find it. And what was the name of the the one with the lips that sings the Jedi Rocks in that? What, what's her oh, name? Size Snoodles. It's not. Yeah, She gets her own episode in the Clone Wars. Yeah, there you go. Forget. Let's get her back. Can she? Is she Size dead? Snoodles. She alive? I mean, should, I should have said it's like you know who really wants in on the show is is our old friend superstar Ray Snoodles. There you Ray go. Snoodles. There's the segue. But Ray yeah. Snoodles and I have talked, and Ray Snoodles is not in the show. <laughs> oh, what a shame! Uh, confirmed. Yeah. They are. They are not happy about it. Ah, uh, well, they weren't true. asked. Snubbed. All right. Yeah, well, much like Lawrence Fishburne in The Matrix wasn't asked. He wasn't asked. Was that? Is that true? Oh. Yeah. All right, He's we'll like, why aren't you in? He's like, nobody asked me. Interesting. All right. Yeah, same All with right. race noodles. Messy. All right. Last question on Boba Fett before we move on, because uh, we talked about this a lot. We're really excited. There's not lo- a lot more to say, but each of you guarantee me something you're going to see in the show. Like we, we've talked speculation. Tell me like what we're definitely going to see. And I'll go first. I'm going to steal the most obvious thing. Uh, we're going right, to see how right. he got out of the Sarlacc pit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree, yeah. I agree yeah. with Definitely going to see that. that. Yeah. 
Okay. They, they've built that up and they refuse to answer that question. Yeah. So it's like, I could see theoretically if the show starts with a prologue. Yeah. That being the first thing we see, it's like a hand crawling. That's out my, of a, that's my a guess. mauve covered yep. in slime and yep. like the crate dragon finishing what's left of the ah, Sarlacc. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, how did I get out of there? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, <laughs> fit. And then he wanders through the desert. Yes, he almost dies before he's yep. picked up by some Jawas and saved. Yep. Well, exactly. And the new promo uh, that they dropped, the, you see like a glimpse of him in the Bantha tank. Is yep. that right? Call that? Yep. In a Bacta, Bacta tank. Bacta. Yeah. Bacta. Sorry. The Bantha, Bantha tank is a different <laughs> tank. You don't. You don't want to be in that tank. Yeah. A, the Bantha tank is when they just shove you up the <laughs> hole of a Bantha. I was waiting for that <laughs> one. There you go. Leave you there for a couple of the weeks. The Bantha tank. Yeah. Trust That's me, I've been I want. in the Bantha yeah. tank and yeah. it's. it's it's actually better than it sounds. Okay, well, anyway, so we're going to see that. He's going to get out of the Sarlacc pit. Definitely going to see that. Caitlin Bush, Caitlin Bush, what are we going to see? What, what do you think in the show? I think we are going to see, as if, if we're, we're looking at these kind of flashback ideas, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we are going to see the story of how Boba and Finnick first met. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's probably a given. Yeah, I would say that. Like we have to see if it's focusing on them as a pair as much as we think, like we have to see that origin. Story. So that scene when Boba saves her in Mando yes. season one, the, the, yep. he walks up with the spurs. We're going to pick up right there and what happened. Yeah. Well, then and then also maybe how they've worked together in the past, too. Mm. Oh, oh, so maybe they, they knew each other before that moment. Ah, I like that. OK. All right, Brian, what what guaranteed thing are we going to see? I think we will get some kind of imperial presence of the imperial remnant Mm. because they're still, as we know, in this time period, they're still kind of around. Yeah, that's a good, especially on Tatooine. Yeah, there could be somebody who's going to come calling and be like, we need your help. We need the help of the syndicate. And Bo will be like something like, look, I've helped you out before because I needed the credits or whatever, but I don't buy into your stuff. It's like, so take a hike or something like that. Something yeah. small, but we'll like see at least one image of storm of a stormtrooper in armor or something like that. We'll see. I like that. That, that Great. seems like a lock. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Well, that'll do it for book of Boba Fett. Uh, so we're very excited about it. That premieres uh, December 29th on Disney plus, uh, and you know, we'll be all over that when that premieres. Hell yeah. uh, so uh, if you have any more thoughts on Boba Fett, let us know on social, but for now we'll move on to part two of our main discussion for longtime listeners of the show. You know, we did entire episodes dedicated to WandaVision and Falcon and the winter soldier. Since then, there's been a lot of Marvel, uh, a lot of excellent Marvel that deserves its own episodes. Uh, but there's only so much we can do. Uh, we're a star Wars podcast after all, you know, we got to, Got to go. Do you, want me to, do you want me to kick on the the Bryfrost for this? Well, I was just, just going to ask you, Brian. Uh, you know, before we talk about the MCU, we have to go to the we MCU. We have to go to the MCU. To the MCU. So, All if right. you wouldn't mind kicking up that Bryfrost and pop over there for a minute, that'd be great. I, I, I loaded it to this clickable pen. Let's see if this works. It's a pen now. Oh. No. Oh. It's a pen now that does it. Well, no, yeah, it just activates it. That did it. We're, we're here. I don't know where. That that was that was alar- That was alarmingly more pleasant than in the past. <laughs> I mean, you like clicked a pen, and that that wasn't even dramatic at all. That was no, a, we're just here now. Well, well no, it's it's yeah, that activated the bright frost. And then, yeah, we well, felt it. But usually, I throw up and I get really usually, motion sickness. Yeah, yeah, I feel good. Usually, I'm yeah. dizzy well, for twelve hours afterward. Yeah, I, I have improved it. Oh, good job. You couldn't well, anyway. do this the first time? Anyway. <laughs> we're in the MCU. Ew. This MCU we're in right now is uh, New York City at Christmas time because <gasps> we're in Hawkeye. 
How so, appropriate. So, yeah, so it's, uh, you know, the holidays here in, in Manhattan. You know, you got Santas and walking around and a lot of cheerful people. Right, guys? A lot of New cheerful York. people. Of a lot of, a lot of tourists in the goddamn way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it's beautiful. Gotta love the holidays yeah. uh, in, in the city. There's I don't know. nothing like Do you? it. <laughs> yeah, sure. So anyway, uh, so we're going to talk about the MCU now because uh, we all love Marvel. Uh, and I would love to chat with you guys a bit about it because yes. we haven't caught up on it in a long time. Sadly, Jane Campion can't be here to weigh in on this part of the, of the discussion. <laughs> I know we're all really wanting to know more about what this legendary director has to say. Oh, but yeah. she bailed at the last minute, so Jane Campion won't be here. Oh, oh no, Lord. really? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. my whole thing. Yeah, okay. I know. Um, huh. yeah, Change of plans, gentlemen. Yeah. Damn. Just, so anyway, also legendary cinematographer Greg Toland also is dead, so he can't weigh in. <laughs> well, actually, funny you say that. Come in here, Greg. What was his name? Wow, <laughs> Greg Toland. I just I have a million questions. I actually so, do. He's awesome. Okay, so okay. so anyway, we're gonna quickly get through all of the MCU that we missed in a segment we'll call uh, Marvel. What did I miss? Great. Yeah, that worked. Loki uh, was the first series uh, after um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Loki revolves around the mischievous villain uh, escaping the clutches of the Avengers and getting caught by the Time Variance Authority. Uh, this sends him on a mission to catch different, uh, catch the different antagonist who has been troubling the timelines, starring Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Owen Wilson as Mobius. Wow. Uh, wow. 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 It's almost like we... Almost planned that. Um, mm-hmm. Sophia DiMartino, uh, <laughs> who played um, Sylvie. 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 <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then Jonathan Majors as the one who remains. Mm. Mm, very ominous. Mm. Uh, so right off the bat, Brian, your overall thoughts on Loki. Did you like this series and why? I love this series. Uh, um, mm. I love Loki. I love Loki. I yeah. love Loki. Yeah. Come on. Who doesn't? Um, who doesn't? I, I, no, I love Loki. I love what they did with him in the series. I thought his... Uh, back and forth with Owen Wilson was fantastic. Mm. I thought if I were to never would have thought of these two actors playing opposite each other, but, but it their interplay was incredible. Yeah. I loved his interplay with, with Sylvie. I thought that was also fantastic. I loved, um, they brought in my beloved Richard E. Grant, who we know as a Legion general price from the rise mm. of Skywalker, yeah, bringing yeah. him in as classic Loki and oh, his whole moment best. of creating a false Asgard and everything mm-hmm. in, in the fifth episode, I think mm-hmm. was just yes. magical. And then not only that, but alligator Thor and the whole, everything with alligator bring in, Loki, frog alligator, Loki. Thor. alligator Loki, right? Frog <laughs> Thor. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and everything with um, with Jonathan Majors in the finale and building to, yep, this one's going to continue with part two. I went on a ride. I thought this whole thing was just and beautiful to look at. I yeah. love the design of the aesthetic, all of it. everything, the color, and the music, and mm. everything. There's, um, I mean, yeah, I'm an with I'm an easy sell with this stuff, but I had such a good time with this show. Yeah, mm. agreed. Caitlin, is there a standout moment or performance from this series that blew Ooh. you away? I think I, I, when I think about this show, obviously you can't beat Tom Hiddleston. Oh my God. He's, yeah. he's, he's everything. He's, there's a reason why people love him. There's a reason pe- why people love Loki. He has made it iconic and he understands the assignment at every, every oh, turn. Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny? Glorious purpose. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't say Sofia DiMartino really took me by surprise. Uh, The way that her character is integrated into it was delightful. 
Um, but I think the the standout performance for me in the moment that stands out to me is is uh, Jonathan Majors yep. as as he who remains and. I guess we already rang the spoiler klaxon, but we yeah. also know that he has been cast in the third Ant-Man movie uh, as Kang the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. So we know that that is coming down the line. We know that that is what the plan is as the multiverse breaks apart, as all of, everything falls to chaos. But this the the scene that still really gets me that I really love is in that last episode where we meet him for the first time. He who remains. He will revenge. She's still calling me that. Creepy. Right? right. I like it. Yeah. And oh, the man. door opens after Miss Minutes has given kind of her her whole speech to yeah. Loki and Sylvie. And we just see Jonathan Majors just sitting there playing around with an apple. It's the most simple uh prop work yeah and it yeah. is so impactful that you immediately understand who this character is and the way that he plays with the emotions the way that he plays with uh, uh making light of such a huge situation is delightful and it's yeah. just he eats it up uh, yeah. absolutely it's i have to it's such a great introduction to not kind of a different another version of kang yes. but yeah. as, as as kang set to be a big part of phase 4 it's a perfect introduction yes oh yeah character. and one that i didn't think we expected it's no. like him to pop in like that it's one we hoped for but didn't expect and you you're, can't you're, not like him he's, too like, he's just such a good actor too yes. and um what I just seen in uh in in the Five Bloods, he mm. was fantastic in that, and um and also in Lovecraft Country. Yeah, Lovecraft yes. was amazing, oh, and uh, along with Wunmi Masaku, who's also in yeah. great in Loki. Well, to add what you guys are saying, you know what what really I love the series. I thought Loki was awesome as well, yeah. of course. Um, but what really blew me away about Loki was how the MCU can constantly, you know, introduce these ideas, and it all works. So like Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy you know, introduce the whole cosmic side of the Marvel universe. And now yep. we're getting like the multiverse side and like somehow it all fits. And what also amazing and jumping on uh, Jonathan Majors is how you can introduce a villain that's immediately scarier than Thanos. Yes, because it's because he has that call. It's like the same thing as like when you were growing up and your parents, if they, did, they didn't yell at you, it was when yeah. they were disappointed or when they were quiet kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Like that's that's really where you capture the the fear that I think Jonathan Majors' Kang is going to have is that he has that calm collected and yeah. like he he knows everything he is yeah. he is ready for just about anything and nothing takes him by surprise and that is terrifying yeah well and, and you're like you think I'm scary there's a thousand more of me. That are scarier, well, you know, one scarier than after the other. Cooler, meaner. I, I thought you were talking about you yourself. I'm like, yes, oh, there's, I do. there's a ton more scary. I do too. think you're scary. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a million more Romanos well on the way. <laughs> All right. Well, what well, we loved everything about the series. Is there anything we didn't like about the series? I, it's something that I that I thought they would do, but I think they're they're saving because it's the second episode. Is I really want Mobius to to get a ride on that jet ski? Oh yeah, he's getting it. Get he's getting Mobius yeah. his jet ski. Absolutely. So it's like it, yeah. I was like, oh come on, and then they're like, oh they'll do it, especially because yeah. they not, now know it's like people are literally shipping him with the jet ski. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's yeah. shipping in general, him. I just like the, the jet idea ski. That, oh my, hey, Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston is is as Loki is still alive. Yes. Yes. some version yeah. of him is still alive. 
Um, was there anything? In, no, no, honestly, no, there wasn't anything. No, in I know that yeah. the main criticism, and I don't know, I don't necessarily think this is something that I share, but I know that the, a lot of the main criticism among people who love Loki, who who are are like scary, like Loki stands, mm. um, because Loki is one of those characters in the MCU fandom that has like people who 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 are his fans who are like kind of terrify me. Yeah, and. Um, a, a problem that they had is that because Sylvie was such a large part of the series that, that Loki actually kind of ends up taking a back seat to, mm. to her in his own mm-hmm. named series. Mm-hmm. But I, I understand where they're coming from. But at the same time, she's a variant of Loki. She is. Yeah, Loki. He, they're she Loki, is they're Loki. all Loki. Loki. They're all Loki. So they're, she's all, they're just all Loki. So, yeah, I mean, technically, like, like, uh, loci. In this, in they're this, loci. They're right? loci. So, like, at the same, <laughs> like, as just as uh, Tom Hiddleston's Loki is just important as, uh, uh, uh Sophia DiMartino's Loki, the alligator Loki is just as important. And yeah. so is Richard E. Grant's Loki. And it's, mm-hmm. it's this, this, um, it's the multiverse of Lokis, which I think. I understand as a, as a person who adores Tom Hiddleston, not nearly to the degree as some people, mm-hmm. but um, it was it was fun to see him work in this way and kind of be the main character and explore this character more and more. But I, I know where a lot of people are coming from with that dislike of Sylvie specifically, but I, I don't think I agree with it. Yeah. I don't either. I think what uh, you're being nice and not saying it. I think we know people who are complaining. There's too much Sylvia and not enough him. I think we know exactly where that criticism. Yeah, there's 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 quite (laughs) a bit of it. It's there's the show is called Loki. You get about a hundred different kinds of Loki. Exactly. You get President Loki, who also is played by Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. He's delightful. Half of them are played by Hiddleston. It's it's chaotic. It's nuts. You never know what to expect. That's that's fucking Loki. So there you go. Enough. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> what, what more? What, what more can we say? Uh, that's Loki the series. That's our. That's, that's our recap. Loki. Of it. That's it's great. Been Loki the series. We loved it. Get on down there, boys. Gorgeous. Thank you. Perfect. Okay. Next up on our MCU, what did I miss? Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow. Now you guys are gonna have to check me on this. Okay. Where this falls in the MCU timeline? Because this is really. The Black Widow semi-origin story because we're coming into her. It starts when she's a child. Yep. And then the main part of it, though, happens directly after civil the events of Civil War. Civil War, right. Okay. CMB speaks the truth. There you go. There All right, go. so the, the official synopsis, uh, Natasha Romanoff confronts the darker parts of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arises. In Marvel Studios' action-packed spy thriller Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow. Natasha Romanoff has a problem. (laughs) You know what? We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. And then she uh, confronts the darker parts of her past. Um, So So we got got, got, the darker parts of her past. Scarlett Johansson. We got Florence Pugh. We got Rachel Wise. We got David Harbour. We got got this this cast is wild. Stacked cast. In fact, Kaylin, I'm just going to start with you because you're you're going down exactly the path I want to go down. Your thoughts on Black Widow and in a few words or less, how awesome is Florence Pugh? Why do you always do that thing? Do what? That thing you do when you're fighting. This this thing that you do when you whip your hair when you're fighting with the arm and the hair and you do like a fighting pose. It's a yeah. It's a fighting pose. You're a total poser. I'm not a poser. 
Florence Pugh is the most beautiful, <laughs> amazing person who has ever existed on this planet. Ah, uh, she's that. lovely. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I love her so much. <laughs> oh my God. Would you say she's your favorite part of this movie? Her character introduction? Yes. She yeah. is the best part of this movie and we are going to be seeing her Fingers crossed. I'm pretty sure, like 99% sure she's going to be in, in Hawkeye, which we will Ugh. discuss in a little if while. she's not, people are going to be pissed. And I'm <laughs> so excited to see Haley Steinfeld battle Florence Pugh. That's going to be like the everything that I want in life. For anyway. like five minutes, but then become best friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what's going to happen. Exactly. They're going to Spider-Man meme each other. Just like, yeah. just like point at each other. Exactly. Um, but the overall uh, Black Widow really caught me by surprise. I think it's because it was pushed back so many times because of the pandemic. There was a lot of expectations around it. I still think that this movie should have been made four or five years yes. ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoyed it far more than I thought I was going to. And I think that this is the most that I have enjoyed Natasha Romanoff as a character in the MCU outside of like uh, the winter soldier. I think she has the most personality here of any other movie. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Brian, your thoughts on black widow. Um, I, I agree with everything Caitlin said. I, I recently rewatched this one actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm, I'm also surprised that I liked it as much. Cause my first thought is, well, if they're not going to bring her back, if it's not going to be like bookended with her stuck on Vormir, that's yep. like, Oh, she's not really dead. Then there's no point, right. but they don't do that. And it's still the only criticism I have of it is what Caitlin said is that, we didn't get this earlier. If we'd yeah. gotten this, they did civil war. And then we gotten this, it would have hit harder. Cause we don't know. But then knowing what happens to Natasha kind of gives this kind of a, um, a, 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 a sad feel. It's throughout. like a bittersweet. Yeah. yeah that's kind of how I felt watching it. Yeah. An extraordinary score by Lauren Balfi, mm-hmm. which mm. really adds to it. But for Florence Pugh as, as Yelena Belova to come in and steal a whole movie that also has Rachel Weiss in it is not an easy thing for me. Like I I'd be like, well, it's Rachel Weiss's movie, no matter what she's Evelyn Carnahan for yeah. Evie O'Connell for, for heaven's sake. And yet, and she's amazing in this yeah. And, yeah. and she's like, and now we are dropping and now we will explode. I am obviously <laughs> well, injured. <laughs> and also David Harbour just kills it. I was going to say thing. him too. In the yeah. serious moments. Yeah. He's, he's got a lot of Matt Romano energy. <laughs> well, let me I tell say. you. Yeah, he sure <laughs> does. Um, <laughs> he's like a Matt Romano who's let himself it's like go some a little very, bit. Some very good dad energy. We, right yeah, there. we definitely yeah. share some qualities. So and and you know what else I like that I didn't see coming from this movie was that the message it has, the villain. Yeah. Ray Winstone as Dracov yes. in this, I think it is in a lot of ways more, more despicable than someone like Thanos mm-hmm. because it's, it's not a cosmic plan with a point or anything. He's just like girl, little girls, young girls are disposable. I'm going to use them to my own ends in these nefarious ways. And that's just so of the moment. And also you just, that's just nasty yeah, and yeah. just wrong. And I'm like, you piece of shit. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I like that. And I never noticed that she says in 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 Marvel's The Avengers, the movie, when she's talking about Red and her ledger, she says Drakov's daughter. Yeah. And I'm like, I never yeah. noticed. I, and all these years, it's like, well, here he is. Oh, Here's Drakov wow. and, yeah, and the daughter that. with yep. that with the twist with Taskmaster that 
the internet really didn't like, but I'm going to go out on a ledge and say I didn't I liked it. really what? mind it. I kind of even it. liked it. It's like name is still Antonio, Tony for short, still kind of Tony. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't know, every time I see Taskmaster pop up only in video games, I'm like, oh, here we go. Then I'm going to have to do, like do stealth things on a timer and he's going to test me and now I'm going to have to prove that I actually know how to work this damn controller. So I'm never happy to see freaking Taskmaster. So in this, I'm like, they did so, I, I mean, People, piece. A lot of people didn't like that twist, but yeah. I'm like, uh, it, it was fine. That was wasn't what I took away from the movie. Like like we talked about, no, David Harbor, half, uh, Florence. Halfway through, you saw Olga Kurilenko in the credits. Halfway through the movie, you've yet to see her. A- yeah. At that point, if you're like, well, she's obviously going to be in the suit because. Right. Yeah, Who else but most people be? aren't like us and don't sit around staring at the credits all day thinking about, oh, well, what does this yeah. mean? Yeah, well, it's like Olga Korolenko was <laughs> in Quantum of Solace. She's got to be Taskmaster now. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I thought this was great. I, I thought uh, Yelena's intro was great. And an awesome passing of the torch moment, you know, because yeah. now that Black Widow's gone, you're kind of like, and you're seeing with Hawkeye, it's like these these first heroes are retiring. Younger heroes are going to replace them. That's kind of like the direction we're going in. And she's definitely Absolutely. an amazing. You know, we, we, go from Steve, we go from Steve to Sam. We go from Natasha to Yelena. Like it's yeah. just the slow and, transition. And coming up, we're going to make exactly. another transition. We're going to, we're going to have uh, Clint Kate. I still think there's, I still think there's a chance that at some point Yelena is going to get a whistle back. Uh, I yes. still think the door is not, is, is that they could theoretically shock us all. And Natasha actually is some version of her comes back. Listen, if we don't get this story of how Cap returned those Infinity Stones someday, I'm going to be really he put mad. Them, he put them I, in the drawer yeah. at the TVA. Yeah. Pillboys like, oh, these? We use them as paperweights. <laughs> yeah, I don't But I, don't I just want to see him going. I just want to see him go to, what was it, Volmart? Volmir? Right? Volmart. Vormir. The, the Vormir Walmart. The Vormir Walmart. <laughs> No, the he's just like, I'm just going to return like, hey, this stone Black and Widow. then I'm going to duck out of the way and all this Stop, is happening. Girl. Nope. I, I'm, I'm not watching. I'm not myself in this, in these back to the future yep. two moments where he's just like leaving out another door as general. <laughs> yeah, what's, exactly. up? what's up? One of my best friends of all time. Hope you're enjoying your death. Yeah. Sorry about that arm. He's like, this, this is an oldie where I come from, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> Here's the Hulk. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what so, that means. So, I don't know what that so, was, but I but I don't hate it. So Black Widow, what's next? So Black Widow. Matt? Next, what's that's next? right. Okay. So moving <laughs> on. That's how that feels. That's how that feels. But you know what? I appreciate the keeping on track. Oh, I think we all we all do, yeah. Yes, so do. what is next on our Marvel What Did I Miss? Well, it's the animated show, What If? Um, and uh, this series explores the alternate timelines in the multiverse. Uh, of the MCU that show what would happen if major moments from the MCU films occurred differently. Um, so Jeffrey Wright stars as the Watcher, who narrates uh, alongside many MCU film actors reprising their roles. Uh, there's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Samuel Jackson, Jeremy Renner, Haley Atwell, Chris Hemsworth, Sebastian Stan. The list goes on, but the biggest one on the list is probably Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Featured in this series uh, for the final time as Black Panther, as Boseman tragically passed away last year. But, I mean, not to get all the way into, you know, our our talk on the series, but his episode is by far my favorite. I thought he was like the breakaway star of this series and just made me so sad. I mean, I was sad already, but just uh, it's heartbreaking seeing how good he is. And just uh, thinking about uh, how we were robbed more of Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther. But, Adam. 
Well, they all uh, also the creators of the show. Once he started doing the the T'Challa Star Lord, they were yeah. amazed that they they knew it would work, but it worked so much better. Oh, he was so good. Like, oh, we're gonna do so much more with this. Yeah, and then uh, and there was way more of him in this series than I thought there would be. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, just the huge one episode, part. which was nice. It yeah. was. It's nice that for his last appearance, really, to be a twist where normally um, T'Challa made Wakanda better. Yeah. In this instance, replaced with Peter, replacing Peter Quill, makes the entire galaxy better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, that that's message. T'Challa, yeah. and that's also Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. And so it's um. Yeah, it's um, it, it's a bitter, it's a it's a bittersweet thing for sure. But it's yeah. it's a very lovely uh, send off for him yeah. in a very unusual uh, unusual way. But. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, personally, I loved this series. Um, I loved I love elsewhere stories. Uh, I love multiverses, the dark timelines, all that jazz. I mean, I think all, we spoke- all, and every single one of them was dark. <laughs> dark. dark. And it's dark. everyone. It's like, how's Tony Stark going to die And then Tony Stark dies in every in single every episode. Every single one. I, but I think that speaks to Doctor Strange when he's doing the whole multiverse things. Tony always dies. He can't yeah. get out of anything without dying. Every that multiverse was, ends, but that was um, aside from you, you know remembering Chadwick and everything like that. I yep. love that Doctor Strange episode, and the the writer of the series, AC Bradley, is so good. At and I've ta- I've had the uh, honor of talking to her a couple times for interviews, and she knows whenever she writes for something, she knows it in and out, and she lives and breathes all of this stuff. And yeah. animation writers are fighting right now to get paid the same as regular television writers and writers yeah. in general. And yeah, yeah, of course they should. The, the yeah. difference is not even funny, how the, how big that difference is. Yeah. So pay animation writers the same you pay yeah, come on, come every on. other writer. It's ridiculous because they work just as much. Yeah. But uh, I loved that Doctor Strange episode where he's yeah. trying to save Rachel McAdams and things just in doing that get worse and worse and worse. And then it pays off when they have to bring back the the Avengers of the multiverse. And yep. he's a pivotal part of that. I thought yeah. that that episode, that was the fourth episode was incredible in what it had to say and everything. Would you say outside of Chadwick? Well, putting Chadwick aside was the Doctor Strange, like your favorite timeline uh, multiverse character of the show. Yeah, I think that was my, that was my favorite episode yeah. of the thing. Well, it, it was I liked all of them, um, but that was the one that hit the hardest. I think that was just the message that resonated really yeah. strong with me, and in terms of lessons that I myself need to learn, mm-hmm. just let go and and in trying to make this better, you're actually making it a lot yeah. worse. Yeah, and yep. I'm really good at that. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Caitlin, did you have a favorite uh, character or timeline? <laughs> Um, I mean, this is probably pretty predictable, but I think, um, the, the first episode, I, I, I mm-hmm. loved the zombie episode, which I know was not a lot of people's favorites. Yeah. Um, but I, I have to go with the Captain Carter episode because nothing about her changes. She's still yeah. the exact right. same that she always was. She literally just has like super strength now. It's a very good point. Yeah. She was like, a lot it, more fun discovering it too. It, yeah. Like, and she's a billion times more efficient than Steve. <laughs> she gets everything done like <laughs> yeah. so fast. Yeah. And the, the inclusion too of um, 
of Steve being technically the first Iron Man uh, is absolutely fascinating to me. Just this idea that Howard Stark had the means to uh, create an Iron Man suit if it were thrust upon him and he does it. So I think this has so many implications for so many of the characters that we love and then down the line getting to see – Captain Carter interact with all of these other MCU characters once they all are brought back is very fun. I, I'd want to add all in terms of the voice acting. I, I love, I think Lake Bell does a fantastic Natasha. Yes, yeah. I agree. Um, and I also think in terms of actors who steal the whole thing, you put Jeffrey Wright in anything. Oh he's my gonna God. Steal it. So he, he is he just gives next level that this show has the, the gravitas and, and grounding that this show has is because of him, because he just, especially in the end where he, you know, he can't, cannot get involved. And then he does. Yeah, he, he I just to. love that the watcher but exists. I mean, they never flat out say who's a Oatu, but you know, for big comic readers are going to say, think that he is. And for all we know, he actually is, but just that voice and that presence yeah. that comes through it. And he himself said, um, <laughs> To, uh, this isn't why I'm saying it, but to me, he's like he's the ultimate um, MCU fan. The Watcher yeah. is like is just binging the MCU. Yeah, that's the best part about and it. He's yeah, the ultimate totally. fan, and I just love that Jeffrey Wright's involved in the MCU. I, he's one yeah. of my favorite actors. I I, I love him. He's amazing. This. Yeah, yeah. Matt, what did what did what did you like about? What was your favorite? Yeah. Oh, it's fun. Thank you for asking. I well, I mean, probably no surprise. I mean, I loved Party Thor. I love the Thor episode. Party Thor. Yeah, that Party episode Thor. was so <laughs> unexpected. I loved that. It was Darcy, so fun. Darcy it marries so much Howard fun. the Duck. Howard yeah. <laughs> the Duck. Bananas. I loved it. I loved it. James and then, the entirety, and then yeah. the entirety of TikTok uh, got really invested in calculating due to height the size of a particular part of Loki. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's Which right. was a lot. His penis. To, uh, yeah. Trying to measure the size of his dick, which is exactly what happens. This is a family show. I'm trying to be sensitive right now. It's an everyone show that families can enjoy. His big old ding dong. Uh, So that was an interesting episode, and the internet had way too much fun. Yeah. Yeah, big old Loki penis. <laughs> okay, so. but, I love, but I love the implication that Loki and Thor would continue to have a relationship and be, you know, be friends. If they hadn't yeah. had this bitter rivalry, they would be like best bros. Yeah. yeah. And it began the, the 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 return of Natalie Portman. It yes. continued rather because oh, I forgot yes. that they got her back for yep. like 180 yard line in Endgame. Yeah. But it's like, we're just easing the door open and getting you ready for Love and Thunder. Here she is. It's like other people, we can't get Scarlett and we can't get Robert Downey Jr., but they get Natalie Portman. Yeah. So all of a sudden I'm hearing, I'm like, Padme, Jane Foster has a problem. <laughs> well, I loved it. Um, one last question on what if. Um, and this is kind of a big question, uh, but how much does what if matter i mean it's i think it's it's no mistaking that we got it after loki and like once the multiverse was ripped open and we we introduced this idea and the mcu and now we have this show showing us some of those multiverses do you think these stories or characters will bleed into the live action mcu at some point i i have a thought there i i don't know if necessarily these specific characters will will conjoin with the the live action of everything i don't think there will be specifically these things but considering that 
the the films and shows that we have coming. So it happens after Loki. We have Spider-Man No Way Home and we have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming up, both of which that we know are very um, affected by this idea of a multiverse existing. I think something like What If is more interesting and more uh, necessary than ever before because it, it keeps building on this idea that the multiverse is so big that there is no way to imagine every iteration of every character of every timeline. And yeah. so even if we never see any of these in live action, they very much add to this mythos of this ever growing, ever, uh, this ever growing Hydra. enormous, <laughs> like, yes, yeah, space that, <laughs> that never ends. Um, yeah. and, and, I think it solidifies probably the points that some of these upcoming movies are going to be making about how there are just endless possibilities. Yep. I, I, I think that's, I think that's true. I think, I think, yeah, I think it will matter. And I think in the way that they'll look at, well, what episodes really hit and what are we going to like spin off? Like they're already doing a whole Marvel zombies right. show, show on yeah. its own. Yep. Um, Captain Carter, I could see them theoretically doing in live action, like having her pop up randomly in multiverse of madness or something like that. That would be my bet. I, I bet, I bet one way or another, one of these characters, like they open up a door and like quickly close it. Like they open up, it's like, Oh, there's evil Ultron. Close it's the like, door. It's like, yeah. a, uh, <laughs> it's like a, a moment in, in Deadpool two, where they like open the door and all of the young X-Men are there for a second. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly it, that it'll, it'll be, yeah. it'll be something like we've talked about endlessly before with other things. It's like, if you watch this show, then it's good for you. But if you didn't, you're still not going to be lost or yes. left out. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's an added little incentive. They'll do something like that. And it'll be lovely for all of us that yep. watch everything. Yep. Well, and finally on what if I'd be remiss if I didn't say this because we are a Star Wars podcast. Supposedly when the watcher is being blasted through uh, multiverses, there's a, a blink and you miss it moment mm. where supposedly he's on Mustafar. Did you guys see that? <laughs> and Vinay is there and they're telling terrifying <laughs> tales. I'm not even kidding though. Everybody, I have to yeah. go back and see this now. No, you gotta go back I, and look at that. Yeah. Supposedly, oh, yeah, I'll, have to check, I'll have to check that. He gets out. blasted through like a lava planet, and very far in the distance, you can make out Vader's castle. Vader's castle. And Ooh, everybody said right. that, like, that all was right. a small Easter egg that, like, he was blasting through multiverses and Star so Wars means, and Marvel. Yeah. Yep. How many Lucasfilm people had to be brought in for that one <laughs> single shot? Oh, yeah. yeah, because oh, yeah. you could see Dean in the corner, and he's like, hey, I got a tools. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, for that. That's canon. We got to come on, guys. Yep, come on. Pa Dean's pa in Pablo, it. Leland, come on in here. Get on in here, boys. <laughs> but no, that's that's a very fun fact. Yeah. Thank you for that. Fun fact. Fact. I'm going to go so with And that's what I have. All right. Anyway, moving on to the next show up in our Marvel. What did I miss? Shang-Chi. Hey. And the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes. Shang-Chi. So, uh, Shang-Chi. The master of weaponry-based kung fu is forced to confront his past after being drawn into the Ten Rings organization. Um, so the movie stars uh, Simu Liu, Aquafina, uh, and an epic return to the MCU, Ben Kingsley, uh, resurrecting his role <laughs> as Trevor Slattery. Trevor! Well, I, I panicked. Yeah. I handled it. But then I handled <laughs> it. I'm an actor. <laughs> 
Um, this was what this was when you're talking about dream of dreams. Oh yeah. This was my, and and of this movie, like it's stupid that this was my, my one hope for this movie, Yeah, but that was it. Oh yeah. Everyone told me, it's like, you're living in a pipe dream, man. (laughs) He's not coming back. Also, nobody cares about Trevor Slattery from Iron Man 3. Trevor is besties with Morris. Yeah, yes. the he, best thing to only, ever exist. What is he's Morris? A he's a I don't know, and wings. I love him. He's an soul <laughs> with wings. I don't know, so but I love if him. If Caitlin's friends with you and I'm at, of course she's going to love Morris. Oh, of course, of course. Because we're assholes with no wings. So if we were to have wings, Morris. but he, the, no, it's like not only is Trevor in this movie, I only was th- hoping for a reference. He, It wasn't a reference or a cameo. He's a full on. I, I would say he's like. In the franchise now, he'll be in uh, Shang Chi too. Like I but feel yeah, like he's just we'll all meet the- again in Shang Chi too. I said, hey, he's the the hapless sidekick, you know, the 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 comedic relief, which is exactly yeah. what he always was. I and, should, yeah. and you know, yeah. Kaylin, I hear his leer was the toast of Croydon, wherever the really. hell that is. No, but this this did this did. Um, he was obviously the fake Mandarin, but this yep. brought in the real. Yes. The quote unquote Mandarin, which is which not his they name. never call him they rightfully call, so. And he makes fun of it. It's played by Tony Leung, who just yeah. nails My it. My God, he just he's so good. terrifying. He and just cool takes and- it and he's just oh, I love yeah, this. You say movie, immediately Michael. one of the best I MCU love- villains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and not yeah. I wouldn't even say I'd say anti-hero because yeah, anti. yep, there are absolutely. times where I'm like I'm on his side, and I think he has he has some some moments of of goodness. He's not got even a killmonger decency, thing but- going on, you know. Uh, well, not really, but you know, even, kind of morally even gray, than, you know? yeah, it's it's because he's <laughs> deceived by loss, and he's got, I think, a little a little Vader, not just because mm. of the dad thing. He's trying to reconnect with someone he thinks is dead, and he, who is dead, and he thinks he can save. He's a tragic. He's a tragic hero. Yeah, mm. and he's yeah. been around for like ten thousand years or whatever. And else. granted, and, you know, he was a he was a conqueror. He was maybe not that great of a guy. Uh, he met a lady. They settled down. Had a couple of kids. Scene. He That's wasn't right, yeah. always the best father. Well, yeah. no, exactly. but he, he he until she died. He was. They were great. Fit. He puts the rings away yeah. when they have the kids, right? Yeah. And then she dies. And that's when he puts him back on. It's and he, true. once he loses yeah. everything, he turns. It's very Vadery now that I think of it. It is Except actually very Vader. The more that still I... around. Yeah. But that scene, Caitlin, that you just mentioned, where where they meet for the first time, where he meets the wife outside Talo for the first time, it's it's not quite a fight. It's like a fight mixed with a dance, mixed with seduction, mixed with yeah. a talk. It's in their fighting and then they're dancing. It's the most beautiful thing I think I've seen in the MCU maybe ever. I think I think a a mutual friend of ours uh, when I was asking him, uh, this is Mr. Ank, uh, when I asked him his thoughts on it, he said that it is the most it's the most Disney movie that Marvel has ever made. Uh, That's a great. And he told that to me. And upon watching because this this opening scene uh, is that that is this this fight scene between between the, the mother and father. I, I see what he means. It's it's very much like it's a it's a Disney princess. It's a fairy tale. It's like, it's a Disney yeah. princess fairy tale. And, yeah. And, and and up a notch from that, it's like and it's the best one of those they've <laughs> yeah. ever done too. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that whole fight that mirrored with the fight later between Shang Chi and Wen Wu. It's there's a scene where it's like they're passing each other and it goes into slow mo and and Wen Wu is down here and looking up at the one who's mastering him. Mm-hmm. And that's how it is with him and the mom. And later it's it's 
done the same way except him with his son. And because his son has since learned, like his mom, it's not about the closed fist approach. It's about opening the it's hand. It's about opening Mich- yourself Michelle, to the world. And- Michelle Yeoh teaches. It's like, no, not the fist. Open, open it. The hand. And also, like let's this. talk about how Michelle Yeoh is in this movie. Oh, yeah. oh, you got man. Michelle Yeoh, oh. Aquafit. I, I, I just, I, I just kind of. I'm sorry, Matt. I just kind of went no, off. No, please, with this. you guys know I'm just I fine. Love this one. Yeah, this is a I great movie. I love this movie. Of all of it's the MCU delightful. we've gotten this year, and I, I'm a fan of. And all how of delightful it that we've is gotten. Simu? How but just is, like oh, just instant leading man, <laughs> like just, brilliant. He's Him so and Aquafina together. Aquafina singing Hotel California not once but twice. <laughs> that was funny. The, the, was the Wong appearance, and, yeah. and as you said, Michelle Yeoh. It's just uh, yeah. This, this this is my favorite of of the Marvel we've gotten this year. I love th- this movie to bits. I love it. <laughs> See, yeah, I if, really if there's do. anything on the list that could have required a whole episode, it's probably. Shang-Chi. It's probably Shang-Chi. Uh, because there's just so much we can talk just, about. How, how, what, all the doors it opens for the, the so next phase. Much. Uh, to say nothing of at the end, you see um, Mark Ruffalo. Last we looked, he was always Professor Hulk. And now he's just Bruce Banner. It's like, no, where, yeah. where's yeah. that happen? going on? Yeah. And he's there next, next to Carol. It's like, up, oh, and that's the end of that. And, and Caitlin, you and I last week were texting about this. Is like, because there's this theory that... We, we were talking about Sharon Carter and who she's talking about at the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that she's on the other phone with Zealing. There we uh, go. Rebuilding the ten, yeah. ten Rings. So there we're there in we cahoots go. together. They're exactly. in cahoots together. And then you have, you have, you're fully setting up uh, Shang-Chi to be like a next, like a player in the Avengers. Like yeah. that is, yeah. that's like some, it, I genuinely think that we we're going to have Sam Wilson and Shang-Chi as like the leaders yeah. of the yeah. Avengers moving and, forward. And, and you'll also have Kate Bishop and Yelena Belova. And, and, Yelena and, Belova. This is, and some, and somebody, there's a theory I read. It's like at some point in whatever the next Avengers is going to be at some point, there's going to be 10 heroes and one of the rings is going to end up on each one on of each one of their them. Hand, oh, their arms yeah. or something like that. And that's a and very eternal. And that's a very eternal's callback too. Is all of them coming together with these rings? Yeah, I forgot that that's in here. Oh my eternals. god, we're so behind. Oh, I, we're so behind. I was wondering. <laughs> we're so behind. Oh, oh man, no. but but and and sequel officially getting a sequel by the same director. It's happening. Yeah. But the fight choreography also was just up a notch. Oh. Just just every, everything about it. Uh, uh, for days, <laughs> for days, <laughs> for days. Well, speaking of for, for days, days. Uh, we we can't be talking forever, so we're gonna move on. Moving on, because uh, I, I, we have a lot to go. No, we and, had so much. And I almost forgot no, about we have Eternals. So much to go. We have so I almost forgot about Eternals. I didn't see Eternals. <laughs> so wow. I loved. I loved Eternals. I loved Eternals. I can't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. But but you guys talk about it. I would <laughs> love to get a, a synopsis of Eternals real quick. They get a well, synopsis. Yeah, I would love to give a synopsis of Eternals. Oh, please, please, go go ahead. I'd love to hear it. So this group of ultra-powerful beings known as the Eternals are sent to Earth to stop this group of monsters known as the Deviants from destroying humanity. Eternals are sent along. Gemma Chan, Angelina Jolie, Kit Harington, Richard Madden, Salma Hayek, Barry Cogan, Don Lee, Leah McHugh, Lauren Ridloff, Camille Nanjiani, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, Harish Patel, Bill Skarsgård. It... Patton Oswalt is in this for two seconds. I mean, oh. the the level of star power that they have in this movie is unhinged. It is. Un, it's, crazy. May, may, it's crazy. May I may I just add respectfully, va va voom. 
there's, there's a lot of there, there's there's just a ooh, lot of attractive. there's a lot of really people. hot people in is this. There thing. Little, uh, is there a little uh, ooh la la in there? Ooh yeah, la when I'm sorry, when half your movie is a Gemma Chan close up, I'm like, okay, oh, come right. on. Everyone in this movie is drop dead gorgeous. When yeah. it's not Gemma um, Chan, it's Angelina Jolie, and when it's not them, it's Kit Harrington, and when it's not them, it, it's it's. I'm like, ah, uh, I, I, this is interesting. It's Richard Caitlin. Madden. It's yeah. it's freaking. Yeah, he's uh, not bad looking, I guess. He's a, he's a pretty good <laughs> no, looking. Some Hayek. Oh my god. Yeah. But both you and I didn't really know what to make of this. I remember both you yeah, and I were like, I, I can't, what I've was seen this, this movie twice now. I saw it once for a screener and then I went and saw it once with my roommate. She's also a big Marvel person. And I, I liked it more the second time. The first time there was so much going on. And granted, I don't know a whole lot about the Eternals as yeah. characters. There was never a comic series that mm-hmm. I really got into. Um, it's a black but, hole for me as well. Yeah, like watching it the second time, I was, I love the scope of it. I love the character, like the intimate character moments between all of the, all of them. Like they are a, they are a family and all of family. them family slowly like, <laughs> and you guys, you guys know, I love a, 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 a bringing the team together kind of oh, moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and this, 80% yeah. of this movie is just them bringing the team. Getting back the team together. back it's like, together. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's like bringing the team back together. Uh, uh, and, and in between flashbacks of when the, t- throughout human history, when the team was together, when the team was together and they yeah. were all very attractive and very powerful. And like the fight choreography is amazing. And then one of them, turns against the others and it's a whole rigmarole but uh, <laughs> i i liked this movie more than i thought i was going to okay it, it's 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 oh sorry what what a lovely That's, ring you have there um i see you're also a customer <laughs> um <laughs> No, because Kay, we were, it's not like any other MCU movie. It doesn't feel yeah. like an MCU it's movie. It's not comparable it just feels to like, really anything no, else. It feels like a science fiction movie and it feels like a yeah. Chloe Zhao movie. Yeah. And because I watched this and then I had never seen her Nomadland. So I watched that. It's for which like, for anyone, what for anyone doesn't know, it won the, the Oscar for best picture this, uh, this year, et cetera, et cetera. And it could mm. not, you know, the, be, that little yeah, thing, that little thing. more yeah. different from a comic book movie. It's, it's yeah. very, very deep, uh, uh, like Francis McDormand living as a nomad in, in America with actual real people. It's a serious movie and not necessarily, you know, a, a pulse pounder, but it's, it's a substantial piece of work. And yeah. so her, her, talent for vistas is incredible and the thing is from what i have read of the comics it's it's a lot of jack kirby it's like okay i'm not on new gods anymore i'm gonna do that same thing over here and we'll just make up some stuff the stories are always ludicrous and don't really make sense yeah Yeah. but it's very very cosmic with dazzling colors and everything else and we don't really get that with this movie Hmm. because it's almost all set on earth and that's okay because what we do we do get the thing of well here's the celestial and the way they wrote it, it's the lore of Tiamat trapped within the earth. It's like, yep. that's not the plot of, of the Eternals in the comics of stopping that from happening. But in the comics, there is a celestial beneath the earth who's been, you know, asleep called Tiamat. So that they yeah. used the lore that's there and just tweaked a little, a little bit. Once the more I read about it and the more I, this is one that I haven't stopped thinking about. And it's just for whatever reason stuck with me. And I really am looking forward to that second viewing, Caitlin, because I'm like, I yes. bet it's a second view movie. It really is. I, I guarantee it. And it, it adds so much to to Thanos because Thanos, mm, yeah. as we know, is an eternal. 
Right. And, and, and ha- apparently Harry Styles' brother. And and yeah. Harry Styles' brother. One um, of them you get Harry Styles. The other one is Grimace. And this was the this was the spoiler we were talking about a few weeks ago that we didn't want to say, but this was yes. what broke when they showed the premiere. Everybody knew about Harry Styles. Like yes, that was, so he's uh, in a post credit. That scene. was the Saturday and morning outrage. And Oswald has picked the troll. <laughs> both, picked the troll. Both yeah. characters from the, and that was Chloe Zhao who said. I've had my eye on him, him since Dunkirk. I really wanted, they wanted him to have a bigger part in this. Yeah. Wow. She was like, she was like, those, she was like, those cheekbones need to be in the MCU. Ah. She was like that one right there. Kit Harrington uh, being really charming. It's like, I, Lovely. you think of him he as took me by doom surprise. Jon Snow all the time. He was so yeah. charming. A little he's like a normal, for your reference, Matt, he's like the normal human what? dude. In com- he's the normal we- human dude in comparison to like all of these literal gods. And, yeah. and probably not so normal and going by the end, but that's, we, we got to go back because we just steamrolled right over Matt's Jon Snow impression. Matt, if you would do it again, please. Ooh. I don't want it. I don't want it. No. <laughs> you great. I don't want it. I don't know. Is that good? Is that the line that you no, drew? It's I not good. love it. I love it. I mean, I love it, but it's awful. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like a, a, f- a few extra weeks in the Bantha tank. Danny. It's like the first Danny. few were good. Uh, also, we're making one, 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 more try, thing, one more try, Matt. One more try. I don't want it. No, no, you're going to stick with that line? <laughs> What's the other one? What's another line? I've already blocked out know. Game of Thrones. I don't know. Okay. But no, and, and a little Mahershala's blade right at the end, which was nice. Yeah. It just opens up so many things. And, yep. and this one, um, the scores all around for all of these things have been great. But this one, um, Ramin Jawad, well, Ramin, as if they couldn't get oh, any awesome. more Ramin Game Jawadi, of Thrones as if- yeah, yeah. with Richard Madden and Kit Harrington. They bring in Ramin Jawadi and it just... It's a very, I, I recommend picking up this score. It is so oh, choice gorgeous. if you have the means. I well, he was Game of Thrones I, too, right? Wasn't he Game yeah, of Thrones? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what we're saying. Yeah. Okay. But like have, you, you pick up, like they were like, oh, so like all the HBO people, like yeah. we know that Game of Thrones didn't end on a great note, but you know, if you guys want a job, so it's like, the studios. <laughs> well, come on, Eternals, bing, bang, boom. Zap, zap, out of your eyes. Uh, but, right. oh, but no, the the score for this is is um I, I have it on all the time. I just it's, it's so it's, good. It's fantastic. Anyway, um, anyway, uh, yeah, that's uh, Eternals. I'm sorry to see it. I'm sorry to see it. You'll you'll like it. Okay. And if I just may add one thing, I think it's getting a bad rap. I think Eternals yeah. is getting yeah. a bad rap. Agreed. Yep. Well, you heard it here first, everybody. Bad buy it, buy it, and watch it. Okay. Um. Now, next up on the Marvel, what did I miss? It's where we're at now. It's the current moment of MCU that we're that getting. That we're currently physically in because we yeah. use the Bryfrost to go to the MCU. Exactly. So so uh, it's Hawkeye. It's Hawkeye. On, uh, <laughs> airing right now on Disney+. Plus. Mm. We're on, episode four drops this week, I believe. We're on four, I yep. believe. That's correct. Um, and uh, this show, uh, one year after the events of Avengers Endgame, Clint Barton must partner with Kate Bishop to confront enemies from his past as Ronan in order to get back to his family in time for Christmas. And Ronan, uh, as you guys remember, is the character we saw after the uh, the uh, events of the snap. Endgame. Where Clint goes around murdering a bunch of folks. He's just mur- murdering, murdering crooks, yeah. Because when he has the cool mohawk and now he has a s- tattoo yeah. sleeve. Yeah. He's a bad boy now. He's badass. Yeah, he's a cool dad. Yeah, he's like, no more no more bows and arrows. I'm using swords. But, a, That's but that was apparently part of the people he's killing was the tracksuit mafia, which they keep from the Matt Fraction, David Aja run of the which comics. Is which is right and good, yeah. along with Pizza Dog. Is one of, one of my favorite comics ever. And I'm like, just have them say bro all the time. And they do. <laughs> bro, I found them. <laughs> and they make an Imagine Dragons joke. I buy 
Imagine Dragons tickets for my girlfriend as like an early uh, Christmas g- gift. Right? Hmm. That's so sweet. And it's that just, was hilarious. Great. That was very That's good. To say nothing of Rogers the musical, which is like, man, oh. Broadway is he Broadway and the MCU. I could I could do an entire podcast about Rogers the musical. We, we, we talked a little bit about this in our in our, our text chain and we talk all the time and uh, we were talking about Rogers the musical and just how well, ridiculous it I is. I think you were and, asleep and how, at that point. That was Caitlin and I doing uh, text chain late. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah, our <laughs> text chain after dark because I go to bed. You guys are crazy. I go to sleep. And I Brian wake up next morning and read the like, just text at one and I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm still up. Mm. But I feel like I'm there. You know, I read the next morning. I feel like I'm right yeah, there. Yeah, you're part of the team. Um, yeah, but Rogers the musical, <laughs> I think, Caitlin, you said it would be like if they made 9-11 the musical. Yes. Like three years after 9-11. Yes. Like, like, like what? Kind of weird. It, what? A lot of people died in the battle. A lot of people, people died in this, like, maybe yeah. five or Including six. Including Kate's dad. Yeah. At least Titanic, they gave it a while, at least. Yeah. Yes. We've talked about, like, the post-snap MCU yeah. and what a hellscape it is. And it's like, you got to think about how many people were divorced, remarried, you know, just, just all the implications of, of people in your life disappearing and coming back five years later. Absolute chaos. Yep. And they make a musical about it. It's the most <laughs> realistic thing in the entire MCU because that is exactly how morally bankrupt Broadway today. That is yes. exactly what they that would checks, do. That checks, yeah. 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 But you think Rogers the musical ends with just the Battle of New York? Because I think it's like his whole life. So we probably I think get it's like his whole life. I think an it's an Infinity War scene of the yeah. musical, right? Yes. You can get think- that track too. That track exists with yeah, and, that's the, great. and their yes. um I, I like the joke of Ant Man. He's like, he wasn't there. He yeah, wasn't was there, it, but all of a sudden Ant-Man is there. And meanwhile, he uses the, the urinal and it says Thanos was wrong. Mm. And it's like, what? And he's looking at his friend singing and dancing. And he's like, what did he do all this for? It makes me, not that I disliked him before, but I didn't necessarily yeah. pay him any attention either in you the mean show. You Clint Barton? Yeah. And his, the show's his, making me care about This is the him. first time that I've liked Clint Barton in the MCU, I think, because- have I, I will I will save everyone for my thoughts about Jeremy Renner, but uh, well, I kind of don't want to be saved. And no, we're we're we, we're, we're running long Jeep. here. We don't need to hear my thoughts about Jeremy Renner. Mm. But um, uh, this is the first time that Clint is kind of being given a personality, and when yeah. all of a sudden this random family that Joss Whedon gave him actually matters and gives him heart and depth and and I believe it for the first time. This is what Clint has needed all along was this. Yeah. And and more it's, time. Yeah. <laughs> and the the Matt Fraction comic, as you said, Brian, that's I think that's well known as the best Hawkeye comic that there is for good reason. And uh, if they were going to make a Hawkeye series, this is the way to do it. And then introducing my baby Kate Bishop. And then oh. to have Haley Steinfelds, whom I love with all of my heart, playing she her. She is quite like just just. I love uh, charming. Oh, 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 oh. In that role, perfect <laughs> casting. Wow, I, I love everything about that woman, and oh. I just. Mm, it's the perfect combination. I love Kate yeah. Bishop. I love Haley Steinfeld. My heart. As soon as they announced that casting, I was just like, yes, mm, yeah. we're doing I, it. I, I think. If you'll, if you'll forgive me, Caitlin, I think you've got a, a Kate Bishop thing going on, or, oh, which well, is more appropriate, you. Kate Bishop has a Caitlin Bush thing going on. That's right. Wow, I'm honored. Thank yeah. you. Sir. And I love the scene in the first one. She's like, see, it's things like that, Gary. You don't even know my name. 
<laughs> it's moments like that. And then the action beats too. It's just, she it's is fun. Perfect. So imagine in the, as we already have the fireworks between her and Yelena. Oh my God. Oh, it's gonna be great when they're when those two are on screen. It's gonna be great. Not just that, but but who? I mean, Matt, can, can may I ask you a question? Oh, please, please go um, ahead. Do you? I, I mean, what are the odds that Uncle is Vincent D'Onofrio's kingpin? I hope so. It has and to be. If it turns out to be Jack Duquesne, the sword guy, yeah. I will, I will, it's like, come on. So we're, we'll jump around a bit for a second because, okay. but it's, it's it's him, right? Because Echo is, is Echo is the stepdaughter in the in the comics. It's him. Well, well, and here's the thing. Here's the clue that it is. In, in news that dropped Vanessa. just today, Kevin Feige came out of nowhere and announced that Charlie Cox is going to come back as Daredevil as at some point in the MCU. Yeah, he's that like, was, if Daredevil comes back, it will be Charlie it will, Cox. Yeah. He, and that's so, the thing. He said, if Daredevil comes back, it will be Charlie Cox. And right. he didn't have to say anything. Yeah. He didn't have to say anything. <laughs> so like, if he says just something, that means that you know it means something. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. and D'Onofrio was retweeting it. D'Onofrio's been retweeting yeah, yeah. Hawkeye he's like, trailers oh, you're and great. stuff a yeah, lot. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, can't, I love this show. Sure. And, D'Onofrio's and, so good. My God. Yeah. Oh, he is. Well, he's fantastic. I mean, those two have to come back. I mean, the whole cast of Daredevil. Yeah. You don't recast them. You just yeah. don't keep Daredevil canon because it is right. I mean, it's MCU canon, right? Not, Tec- not really, not technically. Like, no, yeah, but it, the, it is. But we the references re- over there. We could reintegrate it maybe. Yeah. I think that's a reintegration. Now that's that since a, uh, the snap, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's like over here that they work, they make references over on that, but you've never, it's never gone the other way. It's like agents yeah. of shield. It's always yeah. been a one way street. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's like, if they all want to come over, uh, Luke Cage included, Maybe leave Danny Rand over there because, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, Danny Rand. Yeah. and, uh, you know, but yeah. Colleen Wing and, Colleen and, Wing uh, can come. and, and Simone mm-hmm. Missick, absolutely. Just get Daughters of the Dragon over here, you know, all that stuff. But, but nobody beats D'Onofrio as Fisk. And yeah. he himself has said he wants to go up against Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Well, so good. Thank you for the transition because oh, the oh, last yes. piece you are welcome <laughs> of MCU candy uh, set to debut this year. Uh, and it's the big tomato. It's the one we've all been waiting for. Yes. Spider-Man. No way home. There's mm. no way home. Yes. <laughs> yes. How so, did I get home? Guys, I have opening night tickets, 7, 10 oh, p.m. Eastern. You. Yeah. Oh, you. I am so 16, excited. 3.30 p.m. Ticket <gasps> for one. I'm going. Al- I'm going by myself. <laughs> I be- I love that for you. Good. But it's yeah, doing things alone. Yeah, me too. Uh, but it's, it's I, like I love. Earliest- I love going to see movies. Oh, by so, do, so do I. But it's <laughs> yeah. the earliest I could get because I'm like anything. It's going to be spoiled. The set. It already has been. But the it already second, has been. The second. And Caitlin, both the minute we see it, we're just going to call. We're just going to put big spoilers in front of Matt's house. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. It breaks my heart. Uh, I, I I can't see it right away. Uh, yeah. For those at home keeping score. I'm I'm wonder, having, uh, I wonder why. Yeah, I, I'm having a second force sensitive child. Second force sensitive child. We've, the right. tests right. have come in and it is yeah. it is another force sensitive child. We we already she's, know. We've, we've yeah. made a count. Twins. Is, is here. <laughs> oh, no, she is no, not no. Terry Twins. Like, yeah, I just saw Matt's life flash before yeah, yeah. his <laughs> Listeners, I have done a midichlorian test, and this he's right. This one is yeah. also Force-sensitive. So, yeah. so I will yeah. now have two Padawans. Yeah, there you go. In fact, we're so close to it that if, if, if it happens soon, this might be the lost episode of our podcast. Hopefully it makes it out uh, but very soon. But... Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't count on it. Wouldn't count on it. But I. But the thing is that the stars yeah, are not aligning. Shame if something happened to it. Sorry, Matt. What were you saying? 
I'm just going to have to miss it by a few days. And I'm terrified because there's no way I'm going to escape spoilers for this this freaking movie. I like that. That's where your mind's at. With with as a, <laughs> everybody says that. I am no, very excited for my child. Okay, and I'm not saying we've railed against this before about oh, you know the yeah. the fact that you know it's impossible to escape spoilers on the internet no matter what. Even for yeah. something as big as this, there's there's leaked footage. There's this and that. I already know way too many things about this movie, and I haven't even seen it yet. I'm not going to list them here because I will save anyone who has somehow managed to escape them. But even us who have not seen this movie yet know a ton about this movie. And so even if you way more about it than I would like. yeah, Right. And, you know, even if you're six hour, if if you're seeing it at 10 p.m. on Thursday instead of 6 p.m. on Thursday, you're going to know everything about this movie. You know, like there's no there's no escaping it. Well, and it's like, you know, the pandemic delayed it. So. Yeah. Everybody was so excited for this movie. They, the excitement has turned up a, like, because it's to, Spider-Man. to 15, you know, and we've had so much more time to speculate on what's happening. Yeah. And they had no choice but to reveal that, you know, you've got William Defoe coming back as Green Goblin. You have uh, Alfred Molina as, as Doc Ock. Jamie Foxx as Electro. You start to put the pieces together. We all You're saw. You're like, well, that's a different villain from every one of the friends. Yeah. 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 In terms of that, yeah. the writing's on the wall. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it's, yeah, it, it's yeah. I, I think not only is this going to be the biggest hit it's they've been doing the box office has been like for the pandemic. This yeah. is a record or whatever. I think this is just going to be the first movie. We're still in a pandemic, but that's not yeah. going to need that qualifier. It's just going to be a record period. Cause yeah. people yeah. seem to not care about health or safety with this, with the amount because of movie Spider-Man. ticket sites that, yeah. that full on crash and they want the photos. And Spider-Man. I was strung up by his web. <laughs> um, and they just, they, they crashed it. It's like every single movie ticket site. Cra- I've never witnessed that before. Not for any yeah. star Wars or anything. Yeah. I paid $25 each for, I paid $50 total for two tickets in Manhattan for this movie. Wow. Caitlin Bush wow. paid $50 yeah. of good American money. A good American so cash. this money, this Spider movie cash. had better deliver. Spider. And if it doesn't, Mickey, you are going to owe one Caitlin Bush $50. $50. I was going to say 50 right. American sure. dollars. So we're very excited for this movie. American <laughs> dollars. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Another five minutes of that, Peter? We're excited we done. For this yeah, please, movie. a little bit more. We're very excited for this movie. Fifty American dollars. <laughs> so when we when we do see it, all of us see it. We'll talk about it at yeah. some point. We'll yeah. say something. Yeah. Is this um, still Cap- this is still Captain's Corner, right? Because I'm this really is still feeling Captain's it. Corner. I could get yeah. used to this. Oh, because because you know I'm driving hey. the bus here. You know. Hey, no notes. Now I'm driving the bus. Okay. So, <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> hey, guess I know I'm driving. <laughs> you know what I'm hey, talking about. Hey, Matt, you're Batman. I'm I'm <laughs> deeply terrified right now. Okay. All right. Anyway, moving on. Matt and so I are we, same we, page. Yeah. We. we <laughs> it doesn't happen like often. This. We've uh, got to it the end of the MCU all now. the time. <laughs> so <laughs> in, in, the in conclusion, in conclusion for the current run of MCU that we just talked about. I'll end on this question, and we touched upon it earlier in the show, but is anybody nervous that there is too much Marvel? No. No. I'd I'd be nervous. We talked about this before. I'm nervous when there's too much Star Wars. Yeah. Because I think Star Wars has this, uh, both in the fandom, because Mm -hmm. the Star Wars fandom is a particularly... uh, uppity bunch, if you mm-hmm. will. It's a it's a nice way to put it. Uppity, and yep. accurate. And uh, it's the politest way that I can put it. Pearl clutchingly uppity. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then the Star Wars kind of uh, uh, the the IP itself, the way that it is put out into this world, we the way that people expect it is in, you know, a trilogy base movies every couple of years and then you don't get anything for a very long time. Yeah. And that's kind of what Star Wars fans were trained to think, I think. Right. And then you have something like the MCU, which since 2008 has been churning out stuff endlessly ever since then. And that's what it is going to be like for until the end of time. But (laughs) Star Wars fans kind of have this built in patience is the wrong word. Yeah. But this expectation that they're going to have to wait for something for a very long time. And while they will say that they are not okay with that, the second they start getting that same pace as the MCU, everyone freaks out. That's a very good point. So, Brian that's Silman. My, that's my, I'm going to get off my soapbox there. No, no, I like it. You stay on that soapbox. You don't get off that soapbox. You stay on that soapbox. <laughs> Nail a feet Brian. to the box. No. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think there's. I think this year was a special circumstance because of because of um, circumstances. Everything kind of happened at once, and we what had could ever so could you possibly mean four <laughs> yeah. movies and how many shows? I don't think that's yeah. going to be the norm. But also, no, it's not too much. You you don't want to see it? Don't go see it. It's as easy yeah. as that. No yeah. one's saying it's like it's 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 nerf or nothing. You don't want to <laughs> see this particular one? Then don't go. It's as yeah. easy as that. Yeah. There's like, there's right now, there's maybe the, the theater by me isn't showing. It doesn't have a single Marvel movie playing. It's like, so the thing is, <gasps> oh, it's taking the place of other movies in the theater. I don't, I don't buy that. I just, yeah. I don't. It's, there's, there's enough for everybody. They're for kids. Ultimately. No, it's not too much. The, and the thing is, Marvel is so expansive. There's how many different characters and how many books. That's what I'm going to say. And that, that's a big difference between Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah, with Star, Star Wars, Wars they're creating on 20 characters for a new, 40, 50 yeah. years. You know? There's yeah, a, there's a baseline that exists yeah. already. Yeah. With Marvel, there's an endless damn well. Yeah. So no, it's not too much. I'd say I'd say this is like, and, and even if it is, then... It's it's a shame. Sure, I'm having a, a good time. No, I'm right. a blast. Don't if threaten anything, me with a good no, time. If anything, I think I'll ultimately be nostalgic for the the first twenty movies because it was they're the the originals As we and all like will. you know yeah. they're gonna just sit on a pedestal and like the you know the MCU will will obviously be awesome everything coming coming forward but you know it'll never be like that again because now because you have the TV saga, and the movies the Infinity Saga will become will become the original series of it's the baseline of yeah, yeah of Marvel and it's yeah. it's so much more obviously mm-hmm. but like the the infinity saga will become like episodes four through six yeah for Marvel fans good point, versus yeah. Star Wars fans you know yeah. what however that metaphor makes sense that's what it is yeah with all the reinvention going on and and everything that's happening it's 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 who knows how crazy they'll go if if they they yeah. do they're they're doing stuff like the fact that there's an Eternals movie at all yeah is insane yeah back in two thousand eight with Iron Man if you'd say a couple of years from now there's going to be a, this is going to lead to an Eternals movie and Angelina Jolie is going to be in it and, and she's not and even Angelina Jolie going to be yeah. in it and she's not even going to be like so, the main character yeah nobody's <laughs> got guns to the public's head saying you must go to these movies you don't want to see them don't go and see yeah. them there's plenty of room for all of this stuff and I love all of these uh, you know what I'm sick of though Matt what there is yeah. too much of what is that reporters asking literally every director who's alive right now what they think of Marvel and what they think <laughs> of the discourse about 
Marvel. Every yeah, time that happens, that. it's like, oh, Jane Campion hates Marvel? Not surprised. I don't care about that. I want to know who asked the damn question. Can we give <laughs> that a rest, please? Because that, uh, that I've had enough of. Yep. Of course she doesn't like it. Come on, enough. All right. Right? All right. Yeah, I agree. I right? Agree. Yeah, yeah, it grinds my gears, I know you too. both agree. <laughs> you both are treating me, making me look like a loony over here. Well, anyway, speaking of looking like a loony, uh, Brian, why don't you click that pen and activate, activate that Frost and bring us back to Starbinger Base. Can I would be me? happy to. Thank you very much. I should say that re-entry is not as smooth as entry. Yeah. Still working out the kinks. But I want it on the record that that pilot survived. Kaylin, you okay? Oh, my God. That was horrible. Oh, man. What the f***? Well, you know, every every now and then, at least one sun shines on a Womp Rat's bright for us. Well, let's try to get to this next part. If I can see. Oh, there's more. Yeah, there's one more. All right. The last part. Part three of uh, the main discussion here in Captain's Corner. And we're going to buzz through it because yeah. uh, we're, we're, we're running along. We're going to buzz through it. Buzz, so this is buzz. what we'll call like the, I don't know, the Captain's Corner uh, lightning round. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! 2021 year in review. Oh, you guys are dead. Yeah, I'm so good at lightning rounds. Okay, well, are you? Okay, because oh. you have to answer questions. No, it's just a quote. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Okay. Quoting, oh my God, I'm quoting friends. What's that? This really is. Oh, oh, Brian. Pivot. You're okay, better anyway. than that. You're both better than that. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway. No, so we're not. <laughs> neither are you. No, we're not. <laughs> so in the lightning round, uh, I'm going to ask you guys questions. And you just got to, yeah, you know, questions. quick answers. Quick answers. Yeah, you know, fast. We'll, we'll, and, and the things we want to dive into, we'll go off course. If I feel like we need to go deep into something. Um, but, but there's a lot of questions here. We want to burn through them. Yep. Okay, here we go. Caitlin, you'll go first. Brian, you'll go second. All right. That's the order we'll go in. First question. What was your favorite Marvel of the year? Caitlin Bush. Ooh, Movie or TV I, show or comic or anything. But I, has I, to be can't, I can't say. Hawkeye so far. Because we haven't we haven't watched all of it so far. Um, I think I have to go with WandaVision. Good answer. Brian. Yeah. Chang-Chi. Ooh. Nice. I'm going to say WandaVision. Ooh. Ooh. Lightning crash. We'll do a lot of lightning crashes. Okay. Uh, next question. Uh, what are you most looking forward to in terms of Marvel in 2022? And do you need me to actually read you the list? No, no, no. No. I already no. know. Okay. Yeah, um, and I, I hate myself. There's like, there's like 20 things. I okay. hate myself for this. I hate it, hate it, hate it. What's that? Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Ooh. Why do you hate yourself for that answer? Because I don't like the first Doctor Strange movie. I don't like oh. Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange it's a whole thing. You didn't I, come here to bargain, I yeah. guess. I, on the other hand, love the first Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, I, I know you Benedict do. It makes me angry. Doctor Strange, and I'm very excited for that. But I am also really excited about, um, is the Marvels 2022? No. no I don't think oh, so. I don't, I don't Though I will so. also say Miss Marvel. 
Yeah, Miss Marvel. Yeah, the there's, series. Uh, there's a whole bunch of people already pissed off about that just because of a poster <laughs> about the, yeah. some. They, they might be changing her powers some way. Uh, yeah, they, they haven't even said this, so they're so already they're already <laughs> pissed off. My other answer, other than multiverse, is Miss Marvel because because uh, yeah. she is just the the sweetest being who's ever existed in the entire. I world. love I love, I love that mm. character. I I hope they don't make the change that it looks like they're making, but I will still accept it anyway. I I, I think I'm with you, uh, CMB. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Badness for now. That's going to okay. be that's going to be bonkers because Dr. Strange is just so great. And Caitlin and I both love him so much. Well, what about uh, you, those are good answers. But uh, the the correct answer is Thor Love and Thunder. Thank you. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. I, was, oh, I was surprised oh, you didn't I, say I, that, Brian. I take, uh, I, ta- I take back my wish. I take back my wish. I, I, nope, I withdraw my wish. No, I'm with you. I'm with you because that's yeah. Taika. That's Natalie. That that is the one. You're right. Come on. Good, Party man. Thor. It's going to be amazing. Matt, Matt, yeah. Matt, I, I, I don't say this that often. I was wrong. You were 100%. Oh, I'm glad we're recording right now. Cut it. Thor, All right. Love and Thunder. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Matt that's and I are going to go on a bro date to that movie. I don't care if he has two kids. Ooh, I will go. If I'm not invited, go. I'm going to be really mad No, no We can this. all go together. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I won't have any more kids. <laughs> no girls allowed. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Speaking of no girls allowed. I'll um, bring the juice boxes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that, that transition is. Uh, next question question um what's the best thing that we're not watching that we didn't watch this year so that you, that the two of you that didn't the watch. two of us didn't watch yeah and it's okay uh, what did brian and i um, watch this year? um um shadow and, and bone it, shadow and bone on netflix mm. it's a, a combination of two lee bardugo uh uh book franchises and Ooh. it is absolutely wonderful dark fantasy Okay, writing that yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very good. I enjoyed. Did it you a watch lot. it? Yeah, okay, I so that's it. what I didn't say. Okay, but, but the, this is the okay. audience, collective right, audience. Right, what right, did right. the audience not see? Okay. Yeah, Shadow and Bone, I've, absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Very, very. It is very rare for a a book franchise to be uh, uh, put into television form and then make it better. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Which is what we I, got. I there. I agree completely. I love the crows. Great. Oh, the crows. Ugh, don't get me started on my children. Anyway. Brian, uh, I'll just go off the seat of my pants. Uh, Doom Patrol, uh, oh, season Doom three Patrol. with okay, yeah. Michelle you Gomez really and April Bowlby. Um, and this is a recent one, but not a lot of people are talking about this. It is Marvel, even though it's not MCU animated on Hulu hit monkey. It's literally oh, yeah. about, I, um, have, I have that on my list. Yeah. About a monkey hit hit monkey who goes around with a sword and gun killing people. And his uh, best friend monkey. is a ghost of Jason Sudeikis. So oh. Sudeikis is a major part of this. It's it's really good. Well, we like, like Sudeikis. I'm, yeah. Can't go wrong I'm with Sudeikis loving here. this show and not a lot of people are talking about it. I'm also, okay. I think we're all watching it, but I'm really into Wheel of Time right now. Oh. And, and, I, and, and if I may also add that, that I, I enjoyed the, the most recent run of Doctor Who, the last six episodes, more mm. than I've enjoyed Doctor Who in a long time. Like they, mm. they find, I feel like finally gave the great Jodie Whittaker, um, like so much Something to, to do work with. and she was just mm. wow is she astonishing so I it's, um, also i will also quickly add midnight mass yes. superman and lois Ooh. only murders in the building mm-hmm. yeah. the reboot of gossip girl 
and oh, Never oh. Have I Ever, which has just had a second season on Netflix. Oh my! Oh, Superman and Lois, yeah, very Delightful. good. I had such a good time with that. Yeah. Yes, didn't think I was yeah, gonna like wow. it. Really like it. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow! So good. I'll, really, I'll really add to good. that list. Uh, Star Trek Lower Decks. I think a lot of people mm. have seen it. Oh, oh, oh. yes. Oh, it's, it's, it's probably my favorite of of all the new Trek. It's I'm so sorry. good. But also, yeah, Matt, have have you been yeah. watching a uh, Prodigy? I have not been watching. I've heard good things about Prodigy. Surprisingly enjoyable. The first episode. And also, it's only three episodes in, but Discovery, once again, on fire in season four. Uh, Michael, Captain Michael Burnham, Sonequa Martin-Green, killing Star Trek, it. you heard Sinequa. of it? Sonequa. Okay. Yeah, Matt, you ever, you ever heard of a little thing called Star, Star Trek? Trek? On the Star Wars podcast? Star Trek much? All right. Uh, Next and question. you know what else? I didn't hate the Cowboy Bebop thing, okay. so... Uh, All right, because we're running, we're running along. We're, we're gonna going to combine the next, the next three so questions me, into one. I didn't Okay. Next three questions into one. Okay. Uh, What's the best thing that we're not reading, playing, and listening to? Ooh, I, me, and my my roommate Nikki are replaying the entirety of the Uncharted franchise right now. Oh, okay. Again? Well, this is we're still we're still in it. We're still in it. We had to take a break for a while. Oh, uh, because we haven't been busy. Mm. But, I don't know why that came uh, off as me being pissed off. That's perfect. <laughs> You're again, <laughs> again. What's this wrong is becoming with you? a problem. Uh, but the yeah, American uh, Un- Uncharted. Uh, my brother recently bought me Mass Effect for my birthday, so I'm playing oh, that for the first oh, time. Oh, Caitlin, uh, I'm so jealous and- of you. The experience you have ahead of you. Oh my god, uh, you are in for it. I am reading a book by uh, Christina. Henry called Near the Bone. That's a ho- a bit of a horror, a psychological horror, and a, a it's about mm. like a cryptid on a mountain. And then music. My most uh, basic asshole take is that uh, Red Taylor's version is iconic. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It's I love it. I, I'm a little late. It's like a month later, but like yeah. I'm still I listening did. to it. Get over I it. Did. Yeah. I did not see that coming. <laughs> you just schedule out 10 minute increments in your day. All right, Brian, you got to answer quick. You got to answer quick. What, what is it? What was yeah, it? So, uh, so what are we, uh, what are you uh, playing, reading, oh, listening to? Um, I, I was replaying Mass Effect again, um, even though you have such, and this is a, something I, w- I would love to do as a bonus in the new year, just about Mass Effect. Because it Effect. is, those are the great, some of the greatest games I've ever played. But my I'm embarrassing excited. answer to that is if I'm being honest, I'm playing Skyrim again. Because nice. it's the, the anniversary edition, so I'm playing it. <laughs> nice. And there's a lot of new stuff, so I'm trying to be different and failing. And it's um, so, but I haven't pl- I, I I haven't had time. But yeah, it's that's the embarrassing answer to that. Um, reading, there's a book that my favorite book from the whole um, quarantine and afterwards. One of the best books I've read in a long time is called Piranesi by Susanna Clark, who um read, wrote uh, Jonathan Strange and Mister Norrell. Um, which, which they made a show of. And this yeah. book is, is fa- fantasy, mystery, a little of both. And it is extraordinary. It really, really is. Um, and I can't they just know nothing about it. Just go and just, and, and just read it and go on the ride. It's, it's fantastic. And in terms of what I'm listening to, um, I already, I listen, you guys know, I listen to soundtracks yeah. um, mostly. So it's um, these days, the all of Lauren Balfi's music for Wheel of Time is just oh my god is really getting to me. I keep putting on the Eternal soundtrack, 
And the last week, it's been nothing but Stephen Sondheim. Oh, good. It's good a good answer. Christmas moment. Good Matt, answer. what about you? Oh, my goodness. Uh, what am I reading? Uh, reading. Light of the Jedi. <laughs> Still. <laughs> One year through. later. <laughs> I'm going to finish it soon. Well, I'm so I got reading, that. what are you playing? Uh, um, my Oculus. You know, we talked about this last week, but. Yes. Got an Oculus. Going uh, to get that video. Going to yeah. get that video. You're going to get that video soon. And uh, what I'm listening to is, um, oh, this is embarrassing. Screaming? Uh, no, it's just a lot of TikTok songs. You know, I feel like I, I, yeah. I discover all this music on TikTok now. Yeah, and everything, I, every, every song like is a, a trend. But I'm oh. like a 16-year-old boy or girl, like, you know, hey. listening to, like, TikTok songs. I don't they know. know what's something cool. really weird. They know it's cool. They know Either it's cool. of you guys watch um, Arcane on Netflix? I need to. No. It's on my list. Okay, because that starts, I don't mean to harp on this anymore. It starts with an Imagine Dragons song, and for some reason, oh, that's God. how I got there. TikTok no. song to Imagine. What's <laughs> no. wrong with them? I don't like I Imagine like Dragons. Them. I imagine not listening. I always to think of that scene from Riverdale season one when I think of this. Make I call me them a believer. No, they're anyway. the commercial band. They every song yeah. they write is meant to be a commercial. Look, it's not necessarily a, commercial a bad band. thing. It's not necessarily <laughs> it. a bad thing. It's like it's, it's like not a, necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, but it's like they literally have a car like a like a, I think a song called Jeep. It's like I'm in my Jeep. Look, and like, I'm it's, proud it's of like, myself. It's like, it's yeah, like workout music. That is not I how listen it to goes. It I, I, it's like hype music. I listen to it when I'm working yeah, out. it's hype music. Like, yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay. Okay, yeah. well, it's, they do a really good intro to, anyway, Arcane yeah. on Netflix. I'm enjoying yeah. that. It's not okay. perfect, but I'm enjoying it. So what's right, next? Like, to Imagine Dragons. Yeah, what's next? What's next? Sorry. Okay, what's, <laughs> what's next? We're going a little out of order. What are you looking forward to uh, in Star Wars? What's the best, what Star Wars show? Quick. What's Ooh. the one series you want to see? Uh, Andor. Andor. Done. Andor. Brian. Most excited. Ahsoka. Ahsoka, I'll take Obi-Wan. Great. We're all Good. excited. We'll see you next year. <laughs> all right. <laughs> next up. Now, okay. Last real question. Okay. Right. This is twofold. What was the best non-Star Wars, non-Marvel series or movie of the year? And what are you most looking forward to non-Marvel Star Wars next year? And the movies next year, to remind you, you've got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse Part 1, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, Jurassic World, The Batman, uh, Black Adam, Flash, Mission Impossible. It's crazy. Ooh. So okay. twofold. This past so, year? So. And what's coming up? Uh, uh, best of this year, uh, Midnight Mass. Yes. On Netflix. Um, Mike Flanagan is a genius. I love everything yes. that he does. This is one of my favorite things. Uh, next year, the thing that I'm most excited about is either... That's not Marvel or Star Wars. Uh, it's either Nope. Um, oh yeah, the the Jordan Peele movie. The Jordan Peele, the third Jordan Peele horror in this mm-hmm. in this group that he has, or uh, Uncharted. Nice. Yeah. No surprise there, Brian. No surprise. <laughs> um, as of now, I've still got a couple, um, a couple movies still to come out. But The Green Knight is my favorite movie of this Ooh, year. Yeah, I that thought that good. movie was was oh, amazingly was good. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked Annette. A lot. I know that was yep. very divisive, but I I really enjoyed it. I loved Bond. Um, yeah, oh, I love. I still haven't seen Bond. I have still haven't seen the Bond. I, yeah, Dune Bond was, was better than yeah. I ever thought a Dune movie Dune would was be. Great. I yep. loved it. I loved as talk about being basic as a Wes Anderson fan. Of course, I love French Dispatch. And um, in terms of next year, yep, yeah, I know exactly what the answer is. What March twenty twenty two, Downton Abbey. Two. <laughs> okay, there you go. Good. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I'm, I know. You I, know I fully believe you. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Yeah. Bates. I'm this in is no a very on brand answer, and I yeah. love it. 
hey, it's my favorite. That's what we're it's all my favorite thing here. ever. The yeah. first movie is perfect. I can't wait to see what <laughs> what wacky should in the Branson foils an assassination attempt in this one. What is he going to do? I don't know. He's, he's literally going to turn into Bond in <laughs> okay. this one. I love his shit. I may move to England. I will also note that Knives Out 2 comes out next yeah. year, which means that we will yeah. finally launch Knives Out, the podcast. Knives yeah. in, wasn't it? Knives, knives in. in. Knives yeah. out the podcast, colon, knives, knives in. Man, it seems like it seems like forever since we made that little bit. <laughs> it com- compels me, though. I'll add uh, Last Night in Soho was really, good. really good movie. Yeah. Really yeah. good movie. Um, and what I'm looking forward to next year, I think The Flash, Michael Keaton back as Batman. That's fun, man. Hey, you know, I, don't, I hope I'm it's also, good. I don't know. Even though I know it's it's controversial, I'm excited about Robert Pattinson's Batman. Absolutely. I'm yeah, really Pattinson. excited. Batman. Uh, yeah, the patents, the the pat, the Batman. I'm really the excited about the it. Batman, uh, yeah. Batman. Why are you dressed up like Batman? Um, <laughs> I think he's. I think he's going to make a fantastic Batman. He's a yeah, very good actor. Looks very yes, good. He's wonderful. So you guys heard of him? I never I, heard. I of think him. I yeah. think he sparkles uh, though. My teen years, oh, you know. I was a, waiting for it. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So anyway. Anyway. Final. Final. Final questions. And I got to bring up a different document because I didn't want you to see these questions. Ooh. Caitlin, your trash child of the year. <sighs> oh no, I should have prepared. I should have. I should have <laughs> well, you didn't know the, the question. I no, I should have expected this. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, there's so much pressure. I have to, I can't, even though she's, uh, she's not a trash child, I can't not say Omega, right? Oh, you can Like my child, Omega. my child of the year. Yeah. Yeah, sure. We'll do child of the year. Why not? Yeah. Like yeah. she, she adds so much uh, Star Wars lore just by existing, and yeah. then the fact that we got such a delightful accent and just such a wonderful uh, female Star Wars character with so much potential—it's—it's—it's it's, it's amazing. It's yeah. Mm, okay, we'll accept that answer. That's a Thank good you. answer, and Thank she you. was great. She was fantastic. That's she a good answer. Omega rules. Thank you, um, Brian. Question for you: mm-hmm. Applebee's or TGI Fridays? <laughs> TGI Fridays. <laughs> TGI Fridays? Come on. Yeah. I, I thought Better, you were an Applebee's for, guy. No, for con- no, well, no, you, I said- <laughs> For context. Ba- for based on what's around. <laughs> okay. It's like, but if if there's to both of those around, TGI Fridays has superior honey mustard. They're the easy choice. Oh, for context, literally last <laughs> night, somehow we got on this discussion in our group text about Applebee's versus Chili's. I'm firmly a Chili's, Chili's. person. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I would prefer Chili's. I, I was literally yes. in the moment. I had I had a choice between. I, but the I honey, the honey mustard is a good way to gauge that because I think Chili's yeah. has superior honey mustard to Applebee's, but Applebee's has superior honey mustard to TGI Fridays. This hey, is a and they got they get they got those baby back baby back yeah. baby back. I got that baby mm. back baby. Back. Yep. Really? And they all have twenty dollar <laughs> margaritas. I, I'd be fine going to none of these places. But the okay, is you were like. <laughs> Is that really okay. the question? Because I was trying yeah. to come Next up question. with a child. Caitlin, Caitlin, question for you. If, if yeah. I ever yeah. had a daughter and no. they turned out like Kate Bishop. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Okay, no. we're moving on to Caitlin now. Caitlin, another question. Um, Morris from Chungchi, Baby Groot, Alligator Loki, Babu Frick, the tiny Stay Puft Marshmallow Men from Ghostbusters Afterlife are all trapped in a burning building. And you can only save one of them. Who are you going to save? This is an easy question. You're a monster. Easy question. <laughs> They're all going to die. Easy question. One can be saved. Uh, it has to be Morris. Over Grogu? Wow. Did you say Grogu? I said Grogu. Actually, I don't think you did say Grogu. Did I? That's... Okay, well, let me go back. Let me go back. Right, I didn't hear Grogu in there. Morris, Grogu, Baby Groot, Alligator Loki, Babu Frick, 
the tiny Stay Puff Marshmallow Men. Uh, they're all in the building, burning, burning alive. I have to go with Morris. Oh. And you know why? I have a very specific reason. Okay. Grogu can take care of himself. Oh, I mean, no. All right, all right, all right. Grogu has proven that he is capable of stopping a flamethrower in its tracks. <laughs> all right. Morris is a helpless Innocent Who doesn't have creature. eyes? Doesn't have eyes. Doesn't have eyes. Weird. He is a he is a helpless li- creature I, I who needs someone to love him. Yeah. I truly believe that all of these other creatures would be able to take care of themselves and fend for themselves. Well, I think Morris is a helpless being. The yeah. Stay Puff things can just sit there and burn. I was well, going to say they, they can yeah. they can yeah. they were they're who, meant like, to they're be meant in to. fire. Yeah. Who cares? To hell with you. Which. I also forgot to mention what a delightful movie that was. Ghostbusters after. I still have not seen it. I know you were a fan of it. You were a fan. Ah, Huge fan. Delightful. I still have not seen it. All right. Next question. Uh, And this is for both of you. This will be, this will end it for the year. Okay. This is the last question of the year. Okay. Who's the best Gilmore girl? Loving you the way I do. (laughs) Oh. Who is the best Gilmore girl? It's time. Is it well, time to put to put the guesses? Because there's still been a lot more guessing, Casey. The question for, is for you. How long do you guys want to drag this out? You want to tell us who the best Gilmore girl is now? Or you want the to question is, who the is best it is? the best Gilmore girl? It's the best character on oh, Gilmore but, Girls. Are they all it's Gilmore also, Girls? It's okay. also not necessarily the best. It's our favorite. Our favorite. Okay. And we have okay. the same favorite. And let me just run down some guesses. Okay. That 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 uh, listeners have been throwing our way. Of course. Paris Geller. Yep. Michelle. Richard Gilmore, Kirk. Um, some of those are contenders. Some of yeah, them, for absolutely. me at least, are way wrong. Yeah. Like, in no universe is Kirk a favorite character. He's annoying. <laughs> um, I love Craglin, and I love I like I know Sean nothing Gunn, about but the I show. can't stand yeah. Kirk. Yeah. Um, so, Caitlin, do we want to... And Paris, and Paris is ultimately just I like... I love Paris, and nobody has queen. guessed Mrs. Kim, even though that's not the answer either. That's not but the I answer. love... I'm a big fan I'll do, of Mrs. I'll do Kim. A drum, I'll do a drum roll if you want to reveal... Drum yeah. roll. No, Before we should, too we many should people do it like, like, let's like get it happened the, uh, on the let's thing. Get this out of the way. Three, two, one, <laughs> and we say it. Just the first I'll, name yeah, or the full name? Uh, First name. Okay. Three, two, one. Emily. Emily. Great, the grandmother. <laughs> Greatest character on that show. Greatest oh, character no. on that show. Our oh. favorite. Freaking all- amazing character arc. Caitlin and I agree on almost nothing else in wow. Gilmore Girls, but we both agree on that. Our favorite is Emily Gilmore Kelly. There Fisher. we go. Mom, we have to plan this funeral. Find a box, throw her in, we're done. Mom, better yet, throw the old harpy's carcass in a ditch. Let a wolverine eat her. Well, you heard it, everybody. That's it. The mystery has been solved. So everyone, Emily. take off those <laughs> deer, those deer hunter hats, and put down those magnifying glasses. <laughs> Another successful case solved. We'll we'll end it on on that. I mean, you know, what a year we uh, we went. We did the the Muppet Show. We did uh, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier. 10 MCUs, Bad Batch, I don't know, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, what you? A whole bunch of Bad Batch. Yeah. Uh, it's been a year. It was it's 2021. What? Yeah. What? Ugh, that went by really quickly. That went by really fast. Hell of yeah. a 10 years this year. Yeah, <laughs> it really has been. Yeah. I'll tell you, March 2020 has been very long. All right. That'll do it for the main discussion. Thank you guys for traveling through those three parts with me. Lots of fun. Got to learn all about your MCU tastes and likes and dislikes and 
what you're looking forward to. I bet everybody's very excited. We're going to take a quick break at the two hour mark or wherever we're at. <laughs> a very because everybody a, needs a break. We went into this being like this is going to be a short one, right? Oh, yeah, I've yeah. Been crossing oh, no. my legs for an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, we'll be wow, right back. You hated that, Caitlin. <laughs> we'll see yeah, you after the break. Like <laughs> Hello, I am Jackie from Pot of Time. Pot of Time is a Wheel of Time podcast hosted by Nicole Dressbell from Broad City, and she was a writer on Wet Hot American Summer, and myself, Jackie Jennings, who you might know from the Sci-Fi Channel. Pot of Time is a podcast for Wheel of Time diehards and newcomers alike. I've read all the books, and I may or may not own a great serpent ring. I absolutely do. I'm wearing it right now. Nicole is a huge fantasy fan who is going to experience Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson's series for the first time in TV form. She never read the books. Join us as we break down every episode from the perspective of longtime fans and enthusiastic first-time watcher. That's Nicole. New episodes drop every Tuesday, everywhere you get your podcasts. See you there. And we're back. Okay. Wow, that was nice. Still still in the corner. Still in the corner. Have not left the corner, if you could not tell. In the corner. (laughs) And it's time. For galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. Captain's Corner Edition. I don't know. I I, I should have named them different segments. Just say galactic points of interest, Captain's Corner Edition. There you go. Perfect. So anyway, uh, the first galactic points of interest. uh, (laughs) Brian, you mentioned earlier uh, that you're watching Wheel of Time. Yeah. And it's funny that you're watching. You enjoying it? I'm loving it so much because I've never read the books. I've heard a lot about them as a huge fantasy fan, but they're a whole that that I've had um, because there's like, what, 25 of them? They're all roughly like this thick. They're yeah. the size of Loki's and what if, you know, <laughs> and there's just and the type is, is we it's we type. So it's like, when are you going to have time to read 25 plus tomes? That's and a I've lot. Heard they're really good. But I'm like, I'm all, you're always reading something. And Caitlin, we, we you and I are always have like three or four going at once. There's like, yeah. The, 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 the heavy one, the trash one, a magazine, and usually a YA. It's like, exactly. so adding in like a tome in the series is, is, is not an easy thing. So I, short story long, I've never read them. So I'm like, for this, why don't we just do what I r- rarely get to do and just watch the show without yeah. being familiar with the source yeah. material. So if they're making big changes and I'm supposed to be pissed at something, I have no idea. I'm just going along with You're it. You're having a good time. I'm having a good time and I'm loving this show. And I tell you, Rosamund Pike on this show, you know, she's great. You know, she's brilliant and she is. But then again, I'm like, I didn't know you could also do this. There's a moment in the second episode where she's just telling a story for 10 minutes. And it is the one of the best things I've seen in a long time. She's amazing. Love Such it. a good show. I wish there was a podcast I could Thank you for to. getting there. <laughs> Wait, is there? <laughs> there is a podcast. No. Yes, so, listen, we just want to take There's, a quick moment. If you listen to the break, you heard a trailer for it. But, but, is there, is, but, but Matt, is there a good one? Because I know there are a lot of them. But is there a good one? Well, we do have the intel We on. do have the intel if we can just we can get there. If we, we can get, get to that point. I yeah. don't know if we yeah, can. So, I'm a little so too excited. Right. <laughs> There's of a someone good who podcast. we love very much. We love very much. Our good Ooh. friend Jackie Jennings uh, has has her own podcast called- Oh, I uh, do love her. I thought you were going to say it's Haley Seinfeld, but okay. That's too. Haley Seinfeld is a Wheel of Time podcast? Of course. It's going good. So anyway- <laughs> She knew anything. 
if anyone is not. still listening to the episode. Anything goes in the corner. So. <laughs> oh, it's Jackie. a beautiful day, so Caitlin. Our, our dear, you look out lovely, your window, you see Jackie Jennings' uh, podcast floating by. Our dear, by. lovely friend, Jackie Jennings. Yes. Thank you, Caitlin, has a podcast called Pot of Time, where they break down episodes of The Wheel of Time. Yes. And we suggest that if you like the show, download and listen to the podcast. Yes. And, and we should point out long term, <laughs> long to, long term, long term residents of this podcast, of the old show anyway, have heard Jackie before. She went back yep. back a million years ago. We did the countdown to the rise of Skywalker. She was in, I know she yep. was in uh, the Empire Strikes Back episode and at least another one. So um, the Attack of the she, also, she also joined me yeah. for Attack of the Clones. She was in the so. Rat Tail episode. Yeah. She was so, in the Rat Tail episode. Old, 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 old prospecting she Padawans. She and I and our lovely friend her. Aaron had a very, very good time yeah. with that episode. Great. So it's called it's called Pot of Time. Like gonna get pot a pot of time. Of time. Pot of pot time. Of, pot yeah. of time. Check it okay. out wherever you get that your podcast. That makes more sense. It's fantastic. Great. Yeah. Excellent. Pot of time. Yes. Pot of time. A podcast about the wheel of time. It's a fantastic time. Pot fantastic. of time. Fantastic. Moving on. Another galactic points of interest. Real quick. Uh, released today, I believe, or recently. Uh, Star Wars: Tales of Galaxy Edge soundtrack uh, by Bear McCreary. Yes. yes. Soundtrack. I, I yeah, saw soundtrack. that. I was like. Bear McCreary writing Star Wars music? Yeah, gotta check it out, right? Please. Yeah. Yeah, If if you guys are unfamiliar, he's uh, the genius behind such things as uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, And Matt, I know you and I agree, one of the greatest scores for television ever written, if any project ever, right? Oh, I absolutely. Bear McCreary's Battle Score. Oh, I'm sorry. Music. I mean, the drums. I mean, everything. I mean, it's just Battle Scars. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, that's out. Check it out. Anyway, we're going to go to our next next, uh, segment in Captain's Story. Sorry, I'm too busy rocking out. Jesus. Caitlin's Word of the Week. (laughs) This is Obi Wan Kenobi. And now it's time for Caitlin's Word of the Week. Yeah, you got to do one. Yeah, you got to do one. We got to get to the end. Uh, the. Uh, <clears throat> all right. The word of the week is battle scars. Battle scars. Good job, Caitlin. She seems to be on top of things. Good, good. Oh, that just that's came the up. best good. one we've best ever one. had. That makes a lot best. of sense. That's the best word of the week we've ever had. Oh, All right, and we're going to move on to uh, the captain's transmissions or something we call Real Talk. Radar about to be Yeah, I don't know. We're doing a little Real Talk here, a little quick Real Talk. First and foremost, all the people that posted their Spotify wrapped uh, oh, yeah, roundups, yeah, yeah. you know? Ooh, yep, yep, yep. Thank you so much. We were getting flooded with them uh, uh, all day the other day, and it was so fun to see. I mean, a lot of the old show, people still listen to the old show, which yeah. is fine. Which oh, is, fine. you know, it's lovely. We want you to listen to the old show. Why wouldn't a you listen to the, the old, old show? show. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, watch the new show like four or yeah, five more times, yeah. you know? Listening yeah. to, the, to, to the old show doesn't, <laughs> this is what we're invested doesn't, doesn't help in, us people. at all. It actually it hinders. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, but we want you to enjoy it. It's there. Enjoy it. But, Every episode of the old show you listen to, got to listen to five of the new show. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Yeah. So yes. That's, 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 the, the, deal. that's the deal that you sign when you hit the play button. That's, that's the, the return deal. of the pod promise. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. But thank you so much for that. Uh, Wikipedia started following us this week. Isn't that fun? 
Yeah. That is shout awesome. out to Wikipedia. That's gorgeous. So that shout really out is. to Wikipedia. Where would we be without Wikipedia? I know. Literally, I have no idea what I would do because we use I Wikipedia have to double, all the time. Uh, we have to double check all of our facts constantly, yes. and it's the only thing that we use. So yeah. I Love remember it. not only Wikipedia, but Caitlin, that one time you used Cookiepedia because you were like, whatever happened to E.L. Fudge? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. that's it. That happened. What that's he the said. whole story. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yep. Thanks, listener Mark Hotch, for tweeting the tweet that got the conversation started with Wikipedia. So that was fun. He's your friend in real life, isn't yeah. he, Matt? Friend in real life. Yeah, uh, yeah it was very fun. So uh, thanks for that. Gorgeous. All right. Then also a uh, big shout out to Patrick uh, Raydecker. Um, who uh, I hope I'm saying your last name right. Uh, he messaged us on Instagram and just want to let us know he has tickets to the Star Cruiser. Uh, he very luckily like stepped into some Star Cruiser tickets um, and he, uh, he he offered to give us a review when he goes on it. Um, yes, so we'll please. See. We would love to hear it. Take some An pictures. Officer take some and gentlemen. Officer yes, and gentlemen. Yes. So we wish you safe journeys on the Halcyon and uh, we'll can't wait to hear the review. Let us know. Can't buy yeah. those lightsabers, but enjoy the rest. Finally, going to read one review, a new review that we just recently got at Apple Podcasts. And may I take this moment to remind you all to please, yeah, drop us a line rating on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We Let love know hearing you from you. Love hearing from you. Um, uh, but this uh, review is great. This comes from uh, a person who goes by Brian is way rad. Yeah, and Brian what, is way rad, who definitely isn't Brian. Okay, let's just make it, sure. It, it let's, let's, let's clarify here. I'm not even here. kidding. It <laughs> isn't. <laughs> okay, so Brian is way rad. Definitely not Brian. Uh, says, they, gives us five stars. They do have excellent taste. <laughs> gives us five stars, which we appreciate. This is my favorite podcast. I honestly think Brian is the only person who is as passionately nerdy about Star Wars as I am. And I can generally count on him to chime in with a random factoid from the new canon or the EU to reinforce a point or show Matt that he's wrong about something. Not the in three this hosts, episode, but <laughs> no, I was wrong plenty. And then he also says the three hosts share good chemistry. But that was my favorite part. We yeah. do. We yeah. do you share a good chemistry. Battle scars. And for the record, I, I, I'm often sometimes right. We've got Brian's gotten things wrong. You know, you, know, you were right we're this all, episode. You were, were about right. love and thunder. We're Thank all you. right. We're all yeah. wrong. The, the important the part is, is no. that we are on this journey together. together. Exactly. The most important thing is, Matt, that you and I are almost always wrong and Caitlin is almost always right. There we go. That's what it is. <laughs> all right. All right. She all right, is and that'll do it much for real smarter than we are. <laughs> now, Captain's Transmissions. Real talk is Captain's for the real show. Transmissions. That'll do it for us. Oh, God. We're going to close it out with this final segment and then I'm going to hand this show back to Brian to bring us all home. But it's time for some Captain's Corner business time. segment. No. All right. Here's some little quick housekeeping because we've reached the end of this monstrosity of an episode. We are back on December 31st with our season three premiere covering none other than the book of Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett. New hey. episodes of book of Boba Fett premiere on Wednesdays and we'll have our new eps out on Fridays. So uh, until then, be sure to follow us. Check out uh, all of our merch for all of your holiday shopping needs. Where, what, where's the, what's the link? Where do I go to The link to, to is returnofthepod.store. Returnofthepod.store? Returnofthepod.store? Returnofthepod.store. Merchandising. 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 They fly now? They fly now. They fly now. They fly now. They fly now? They fly now. It is not too late uh, to order uh, something for one of your loved ones. Uh, uh, the, Return of the, the Return of the Pod fans in your life. Get on that. 
uh, shipping, you know, takes time. So you want to buy that stuff. You want stuff on the tree. <laughs> Nailing <laughs> it. Buy gifts for all your family. Uh, all for your, all, all of your merch. holiday needs. Yeah, for all your holidays. But but most importantly, uh, follow us on social media if you're not already. Uh, at Return of the Pod on Twitter, Instagram, all those places. Um, and we'll be back with for a book of Boba Fett, which we're very excited about. Uh, and it's going to be yes. a great season. Right, guys? Hell yeah. Great. And with that, uh, I'm going to pass it back to Brian to just bring us on home. This uh, this Captain's Corner uh, journey that we've been on. I hope everybody had a great time here in the corner. Thank you. Goodbye. Ooh, okay. Okay. We're out of the corner. <laughs> We're out of the corner. It's uh, myself again. I don't know if I feel safe or 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 or. Uh... Or really distressed again. I don't, I don't know. know what I there's feel. A, there's a feeling and I can't Tired. identify exactly what it is. Guys, I don't <laughs> want to overstate things here and I don't want to go in for hyperbole, but I don't think any of us are ever going to be okay or the same ever again. No. Oh, no, no. No. Sorry, guys. Now with that, no we're going to end this monstrosity of an episode. <laughs> and for the record, all of this was Matt's idea. But yeah, was idea. as Matt just said, um, Remember, return of the pod dot story. You can also find us at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and more at return of the pod. You could also find us directly. Caitlin and Bush, you can sometimes be found where? I can sometimes be found at at Caitlin M. Bush. That is C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M. Bush like the beard, not like the presidents. Matt Romano, you can be found where? And you can find me on Twitter at at Matt Romano, M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O. And I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Brian Silliman. That's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them. Take a Sheevy. And remember, hope is like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. I need to take just one moment here and say, Stephen Sondheim. May your memory be a blessing as we pass towards the verticals of trees forever. This is the way we have spoken many boats. The force will be with you always be a spark.